0: Welcome back to Book It, a book podcast, a podcast about books that we read and we don't get any free personal pan pizzas out of it yet. I'm your host. I'm Sarah Hunt. And I am Chrissy Wilson. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Chrissy, how are you feeling? (laughs) Welcome to the shit show. Welcome to the shit show. But Chrissy, how are you feeling after
1: last week? You know, I think I'm recovered from last week. Okay. I, um, I've watched some more Mickey Mouse Club, and I'm fully built and ready to rock and roll into
0: this week, into part two. How are you feeling? Are you ready? I'm feeling really good. Um, I'm feeling very ready. Um, I'm also feeling kind of... Um, let's see. I'm feeling a lot like... I kept thinking about... Okay, so in the first episode, everybody, we recapped the early life of Britney Spears and, like, kind of the early career, and where we left you off was that Baby One More Time has just launched, the music video launched, her album is number one, and she is the biggest thing since sliced bread, Um, and then we left you, and then now we are back, and we have a boyfriend, Um, Britney has a boyfriend, well, another boyfriend, but... What I've noticed, Chrissy, and I wanted to ask you about this this time, is in this book, from the beginning, Brittany talks a lot about how she feels like she regresses in age. So whenever something like stressful or scary or something would happen, she keeps calling herself like Benjamin Button. Did you notice that?
1: I didn't notice that. But again, I think we talked about this last time where she never really got to fulfill a childhood or an adolescence in her adulthood it was kind of stripped away from her. So I'm sure she reverts back to some form of herself, even in the opening when she talked about that, like, her happy place was walking around in the
0: forest by herself. Um, Yeah. And like in the creek and like the warm rocks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just she kept talking about how she regresses in age. And like so it's usually like when something is upsetting to her, whether it's Jamie Lynn, you know, just sitting there like not appreciating her. To, her, the, to the house that she fucking bought
1: <laughs> a whole ass house
0: just... yeah but she like gets angry and then she says that she kind of regresses in age and she kind of says that she kind of meets the age of whatever that is so i just thought that was kind of interesting but anyway speaking of regressing in age and just regression in general um so in the second part of the book where we're talking about kind of Brittany, uh i can if you're I don't know why this is your first episode, if this is your first episode, because it's definitely episode two, where we're covering The Woman and Me by Britney Spears. Okay, sorry. I felt like I should say that. If you,
1: if you would like to hear the first part, you just head on back, listen to part one. We cover everything from the American shame Civil War reenactments all the way to Britney on a Rolling Stone cover with a baby Teletubby. So, enjoy. <laughs> to, to
0: signify that it's Thanksgiving, which, by the way... <laughs> Everybody in Kentwood, Louisiana, keep an eye out for the Civil War reenactment because Thanksgiving is coming. Um, Okay, so this is the part where she says that she and Justin kept in contact with each other after the Mickey Mouse Club. Yes. Yes. And she says that they fell in love and that they were all over each other. And you were texting me this as we were both not working at all and only listening to this book on the first day that it released. And uh, that she said that Justin Timberlake's mom said that they were like magnets. So, Chrissy,
1: go ahead. She did say that and she wrote it in the book. And I was like, whoa, 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 Michelle Williams. Stop right there. That is a that is fucking just straight up theft from twilight okay <laughs> bella swan's mother says it to bella in new moon um no it's from eclipse it's eclipse yeah it's, it's her eclipse her and edward go to florida or whatever i don't know how he's like a sparkly vampire but we're gonna show up in florida so they go to florida and her mom is like you guys are like magnets you move he moves and i was like no we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna reel that back in you and oh. justin timberlake you you can be whoever you want I mean, wait, he's, wait.
0: maybe justin timberlake's mom was a ghost writer She's on- Stephanie Meyer
1: <laughs> is it's Justin Timberlake's mother
0: Stephanie Meyer <laughs> that would only make the most sense if that was Justin Timberlake's mom she's Do you just know doing some this... weird teammate teenage diddling fodder that's that, so I was just
1: going to say that is anytime I think about it I think about you texting me that your husband is like you're you're watching twilight isn't this just mormon diddle fodder and you're like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, but we love it. Okay, okay, James? But that's James. what it is. We love yes, it. We love it. It's wonderful. Um, so she says that they're like magnets. And I mean, honestly, looking back at what they were like, they were truly inseparable. But they were also like 19 years old. And that's yeah, how everybody... That's how they all are. It's
1: such a... it all was... of
0: my... All of my friends with their boyfriends were just like glued to each other.
1: They're, yeah, it's the nineteen years old, and the thought crosses your brain that like there will never be any other existence besides you and this one person ever, which is why it's so traumatizing of any any breakup.
0: Yeah, and it's like yeah. So anyway, so they said they were like magnets. Um, uh, Brittany is telling us that she that Justin's in a band called NSYNC, and it was mm-hmm. allegedly called So Pimp. Um, but I do not remember this being no, said about no. NSYNC at she, all. She, I, I, think, I think she,
1: <laughs> I think she was referencing them as people called the band. They're like, oh, NSYNC. I know it's so pimp. Where I'm like, but I, listen, I, I grew up in that. I don't think I ever said the, the phrase so pimp ever in my
0: life. Um, and what if somebody said that to you? Because if somebody said that, like, oh, NSYNC so pimp, I'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> what is going on in your brain? Is it,
1: is it functioning? Things all right? Yeah. yeah. No. Is that
0: everything Everything's cool? How was your last checkup? Did you go? <laughs> have you talked to someone recently? Did you... Have I you, saw you get beaned pretty hard by the kickball last week, and I was just wondering. Are you missing chunks of your life recently? Do you, <laughs> Do you feel as though memories are just gone? <laughs> okay, so anyway, she says that they were white boys but loved hip-hop, and that Backstreet Boys... Tried to position themselves as a white band, yeah, and and then I think that Michelle Williams deserves an award solely for this sent this impression mm-hmm. because you if you read the actual book it's beautiful obviously I encourage people to listen to uh, to read actual physical books I'm a lazy piece of shit so I'm gonna listen to audiobooks piece and of shit so, with you yeah so I am I'm gonna listen to that and it's. I'm not learning my lesson because I get things of little nuggets of gold like this, where you have Michelle Williams doing an impression of Justin Timberlake. Well, I guess it would be Michelle Williams doing an impression of Britney Spears doing an impression of Justin Timberlake, <laughs> where she says that he. They're in New York in a neighborhood she's not familiar with. It's like, well, what neighborhoods in New York are you familiar with, Miss Louisiana? Um, and then what, <laughs> anyway, whatever one so- she bailed out on Christmas when they tried to make her work that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, play on exactly. Christmas. She's
1: like, I'm fucking out of here. Uh, that I'm was the out. only one she knew.
0: So apparently, allegedly, Justin Timberlake says, Oh, yeah. Focious, Focious. What's up, homie? <coughs> genuine. Because they saw
1: genuine on the street. And I, I, do you know what? I remember Justin Timberlake from 1999. He absolutely fucking did this. There is, oh, there is yeah. not a thought in my mind that this didn't actually happen. It happened. It for well, sure happened. Well, because after,
0: after this audiobook leaked and people have been posting it on on TikTok and everything, but uh, you see all these videos emerging of Justin Timberlake from that time, and when you remember when he's like, "Call me Lake Timberlake" or oh, whatever, he's and he's he that super, yeah, I was like, oh, "That is so embarrassing." I it's can't so believe you did do you... that, Sarah. Do you suffer from secondhand embarrassment? Yes, very much. I have to fast forward through that video. I cannot watch it.
1: Yeah, it's the reason why I can't watch the Scotts Tots episode of The Office. Like, I oh, can't, I can't watch that one. I either. can't physically bear it. So even I, I think listening to this was it was the only way possible. Because if I would have read it, I would have thrown the book like out my fucking window. There's, oh, no, yeah. way. There's no, no way. There's no. I would have been like, I'm sorry. That's it for me. I can't. Yeah. I'm done.
0: I don't I even can't. know I'm how done. I go back you know to society. Brittany, I still love you and appreciate you, but I will not be reading this. <laughs> <laughs> I support you. I, yeah. I support you. Send me a GoFundMe link, or like <laughs> maybe in. just like your cash app or something, Venmo. I'll send you like coffee. It's fine. <laughs> We're we'll, just not whatever, reading this anymore. Whatever.
1: We'll fly the free Britney flag. Whatever you need us to do, yeah. we yeah. we can't. We're secondhand embarrassment out, and we I actually we actually died of secondhand embarrassment. So, um, all the best to you. We've written you into our will.
0: <laughs> yes, you can have all of my Britney Spears dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Every you one can of them. You have all of them, and my candle, and anything else that you want. <laughs> Whatever you want. I love you. Please. God, you're such a I'm, giver. I've left this earthly plane. You really are such a giver. Yes, I really am. I actually can't watch The Office, by the way, at all, because my ex-boyfriend got me all the DVDs for Christmas, oh. and then he goes, can I bring these to my dad's house? And I was like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You got them for me," and like he, I showed him exactly what I wanted because, like, I'm not like a crazy, you know, whatever. And the thing that I wanted was way cheaper than all the DVDs of The Office, and he taped all of the box sets to like a two by four and then wrapped it. And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna beat you over the head with this two by four that you you? I should have." I I don't know. I think because. I just thought I, maybe that, like, bludgeoning somebody is, like, that's still no, illegal, no, frowned upon a little you, bit. No, You
1: absolutely not. You should have been like, oh, thanks for these office DVDs. You know what I also have is a Karate Kid DVD. I'm going to smash your yeah. face <laughs> through this 4x4. Four four. Let's begin. Actually...
0: One of my favorite movies, what from like you know my my trash movies was enough, and J Lo like beat the fuck out of that man, and I love that scene. Like anytime it comes on, I'm like, let's watch J Lo get to scrapping when she puts, puts on the it. puts on the rings and wraps her oh, hands, and she wraps her. I'm like, oh yes, this is this is the delight of violence that I envision in my head. <laughs> like She's oh, ready it's to destroy
1: his life. Well, yeah, that
0: scene of just just I don't even need to see her fight. I just like to watch her like. Get ready to fight. It's just I'm like, ugh, oh, that's me. God. I'm gonna be raging right now. Okay, so this is where he also got his first necklace, which is oh, a T for yeah. Timberlake. Have you, I fucking loved that.
1: Did, did you um? Did you by hand by chance pull up a pic of that? <gasps> no, did you? Oh, it is the gaudiest fucking thing I've ever seen oh, in my entire no. life. Am I gonna be? And he, he wore it all the time, like the iconic the iconic um Justin and Britney denim dual ensemble he's wearing yeah. the t necklace <gasps> where i am just like wow wow that was Justin that was that's why someone should have been you know keeping an eye on your money when you were that young why
0: wasn't it- okay why okay okay he
1: okay. should have been put in a conservatorship for yes, using his money yes i was just going to
0: say i was going to say as soon as we saw that we would be like hi justin how are you <laughs> go ahead and pull your credit cards babe that'll be it for you if you are a big fan of Justin Timberlake i highly suggest you stop listening take take this episode <laughs> slowly and with breaks and if you feel like you're not going to be able to listen to it cuz i'll make fun of anybody i'm even going to make fun of Britney Spears i make fun of myself everybody's fair game so if you find that you are going to have a difficult time with that i do suggest take take breaks take care of yourself you should <laughs> And
1: reevaluate your priorities. I think we will approach. Yeah, he doesn't know you. We 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 love and support (laughs) Britney Jean Spears, and we will be gentle and kind about everything she has gone through and everything she has suffered, and we'll we'll show grace to many of the other people in these and that she mentions in this book. Uh, Justin Timberlake is fair fucking game. Okay. Yes. Not he has not himself fair game. There there is not an ounce of me that is willing to give him an inch.
0: I did want to um, have Brittany do like a flowers type thing. You know how Miley Cyrus wrote flowers. I want Brittany to write Crimea River, but like from her, you know, from like, her side of it. I want her to write a Crimea River she and just... and release it. She should just re-record it. The whole yeah, thing, re-record it, <laughs> sing it, do the whole thing, and then be like, "So cry me a river." I think it'd be beautiful. And then I hope that um, Justin has a good sense of humor about himself because I just love that Miley did that. I mean, I don't give a fuck about Liam. I don't care about him. I don't care about anything. I love Miley Cyrus. I think that she went through a lot when she was younger. I love her um, so much, but I love that that she did that. You know, it was and it was even no offense to the guy that what is it? Why am I not? My brain is gone, so we're going to have to evaluate me in a second. Who is the man that sang (laughs) that song? Which song? Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. There we go. Who is the man that sang that song? Fuck if I know I'm telling you it's gone (laughs) we can't listen to me Bruno Mars wow all right so you know
1: what though Sarah he's so tiny that he's probably you probably wouldn't see him if he was right in front of you he is I mean he is just like I think Bruno Mars exists as you know in Willy Wonka when the little kid gets trapped in the TV I think that's just how Bruno Mars exists in real life like that little Timmy guy from Willy Wonka I love that for him just in the TV I love that
0: for him so Britney says that she had a hard time being as carefree as Justin was. And I think that that kind of goes into a lot of that. Britney has a lot of anxiety. She yeah. is nervous um, and she just won't allow herself to just be calm and well, I think just be Britney Spears. I She's think it just was so vigilant. To.
1: Yeah, it was it was hard to like, I mean, it, did you look at a lot of the there's early she talks a lot about the early interviews and the footage of the interviews of where I would guess it'd be really hard to get comfortable is if you're starting to you know enter fame you have this boyfriend who's going into interviews and they're you know they're yeah. asking him these like layup questions of like oh yeah sweet necklace Justin how do you, how do you like basketball and then she sits down and they're like hello are you a virgin are your boobs real so
0: yeah that's weird and no shit. she hated doing talk shows because she kept talking about she hated doing talk shows and interviews, but she loved to just perform and to work. She liked to just do live shows and she liked to do that, which is cool. I mean, you can tell that based on her dancing in her living room that that's what she she likes to dance and sing. like that's what she likes to do. yeah, so I think that that is evident. Um, I mean, it's a lot of people think that that's kind of nutso, but I'm like, ah. I don't know how many performances of Celine Dion you don't see of me like in my home but like I'm doing them. Several. I'm performing. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> <laughs> all the 8-minute extended version. Yes, absolutely. And I'm <laughs> I'm get I'm getting into Oh when you touch me like this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm feeling should. all I'm feeling everything. It's all coming back to me now and Celine. And I support you know? that, Sarah. You should do. Yeah, that. Thank you. So, um, again, everybody, we all do our own crazy things. And I am happy to tell you about my crazy things. (laughs) And you'll be like, are you okay? We're not. (laughs) No. Um, So she hates doing talk shows, loves doing live performances. I also think it's funny because I was 10 or, you know, 11 when she's kind of rising to fame. And she's saying that she's like running into Madonna everywhere and performing together It is kind of funny to think about it now as I'm older. Like, she's sitting there thinking, How cool is this? I'm running into Madonna. I'm just getting started. And meanwhile, I'm like, Yeah, of course. Britney and Madonna are best friends. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) They're coworkers. They're best friends. They love each other. They immediately got each other's phone numbers. Like, what are you talking about? They hate all the same people. They eat lunch together every day. They're just like, They have homework they have to do because I was a little kid. Madonna, do you have to do your homework sometimes? It sucks, right? No. It's terrible. I also love um, her reverence for Mariah Carey. Oh, yes. The the Mariah Carey meeting. Yes. So she meets Mariah Carey, and she just loves Mariah Carey so much. She'll never refer to her as Mariah. It's Mariah Carey. And did you, uh, so she says that Mariah Carey invented ring lights, right? And did you, did you see that Jimmy Kimmel interview where Jimmy Kimmel was talking to Mariah about it? Mariah Carey was so sweet about it. She was so nice about it. But if you didn't see it, she says that the secret is that you cover up the bottom of the ring light. Yes, she did say that. Yes. So, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Yes, Mariah, Mariah Carey. Sorry, Mariah
1: Mariah Carey. The full name. What I did, I did love that this part was like another shining moment for Michelle Williams excellent narration where she oh, yeah. she puts on the the mariah carey she she delivered it like in the intonation of mariah carey was like yes. no come stand here darling this is my light this is my side i want you to get my good
0: side girl my good side i just kept saying like, my oh good she's side, messing, girl. With, messing with the emphasis and i was like <laughs> yes oh this is gorgeous i love it so much But yeah, so um, Mariah Carey was always so sweet to her when she was younger. And I think it was because probably Britney Spears is so cute. Can you imagine seeing Britney Spears being a teenager and she looks like she's got that like giddiness of like a little kid? And she's just so jacked to meet Mariah Carey that it's just like hey, no, <laughs> like I, you'd I mean, have to be so excited.
1: Mariah's going to open the door and she's like, I'll buy whatever you're selling. Like, what is it? Yeah, is it- cookies,
0: magazines, candy, uh, I'll do it. What do you
1: got? Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah,
0: I, yeah I'll yeah, i put it in my basket. Add to cart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want all of it. Um, So she's very excited and saying that she's selling records and she seems, it seems like a diary is being written where she's like, and then everybody started calling me the princess of pop. Like, I can't believe it. <laughs>
1: And then Chad Michael Murray, you
0: know, like, it was just Dear Diary. Well, she does have that one song called Dear Diary, which is amazing. I forgot about that. Dear Diary. Okay. Ooh, karaoke's back. Yeah. Welcome to the book at karaoke. (laughs) We won't make it as embarrassing as Justin Timberlake. but You will not get
1: secondhand embarrassment.
0: No, you will not get secondhand embarrassment from my karaoke singing. Maybe from other things, but not that. Okay. So... Um, she says that she performed Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Yes. And then, oops, I did it again. And I also like how she talks about Wade Robson. Not like he's hot. This is like her choreographer and her yes. dance guy, like whatever. Not that he's hot. Not anything. She says that she likes how he made her look strong and feminine at the same time. Like he always tried to make her look her, her best. Which, which I is, thought was awesome.
1: And he was he was really young, so when when he he I mean he I think he's around the same age as her, maybe a couple years younger, even. Yeah. Um, I think he might be a couple years younger than her. And I remember then they were she she talked about I don't know if it was in the book or if I watched an interview where she talked about um, interviewing choreographers and him coming in and she was like, "Are are you kidding?" Because she yeah. thought it was going to be someone that was that was older. But he's um he's Australian. Uh oh yeah that's right. But y- younger and then you know probably. Looked at her as a real person, which seemed very rare um, and and prepared things for her accordingly, uh, which was wonderful. By the way, are you are you are you familiar with Wade Robson as a person?
0: No, I just know him. I just know of him from the book, from this book, and that I think she, I think I knew that she made out with him. So
1: she she made out with him. So he he was part of like he did a lot he did a lot of choreography. Um, he had I think he had like choreography studios. He co wrote um, some stuff on Insync's last album. Like he co wrote okay. that song Pop Gone um, See Right Through You on that album Celebrity, and then oh, Dirty Pop. Wa- Wade Robson was one of the two men. Featured in that HBO documentary *Leaving Never- Neverland* um, with his oh, personal yes. story of the allegations of um, abuse against Michael Jackson. So that's I remember him. That's now. Wade Robson because he was like a child Holy dancer. Shit. Yes.
0: Holy shit. Yes. Holy shit. Okay, so then that's why he shows because if he dealt with Michael Jackson on any amount of level, you you would know that this is what kind of being a huge pop star is like and these are the things that you wanted. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he was he, he has that experience.
1: Him showing up to start her choreography at the age of 17 or 18 or whatever, you know, whatever period it was. He was not new. It wasn't he was it wasn't a fresh face. He had been part of right. um the a professional dance scene for a long time at that point.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh my god, thank you for that. Wow. That my brain is like putting that Put it, together pulling all. it all together. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm picturing him now. Wow. Okay. So um, she talks about also that, like, they would start to show her performances to people and then they would, like, set her up (laughs) in a room to, like, watch these people reacting to her performances. I just didn't know why we do that. Like, that's so weird. It sounds so horrific
1: and so awful to make someone do that because just the – somebody who already has anxiety. But then you sent me something that I thought, okay –
0: maybe maybe, there was some fun to it. <laughs> was it the um, video that I showed you of her reaction to him? Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I was like, I sent you a couple of things. But okay, so there's this video of Britney Spears and she's watching these kids and they're talking about her and they said that she needs to dress more appropriately um, because, you know, um, little children are watching it and she like looks at the camera and just goes, little children. <laughs> <laughs> Where I was like, yes, absolutely. But that's exactly, like, why are you showing me this? Her reaction to that was like, why do I need to see this, little oh, children? When, like, when I don't you, fucking care. I'm not your mom. When you sent me
1: that, all that was playing in my head was that, that TikTok sound that's like, man, fuck them
0: kids. Like- <laughs> <laughs> and fuck you, too. <laughs> no, it was so weird because, again... They're forcing some kid to watch that and say, like, what do you think about Britney Spears? And then that kid is going to have to say, of course, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I think her outfits are great. But like, if you were to ask me, I'd have been like, I think she's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, she just looked cool. Like, she was always wearing, like, cool outfits, like. Yeah, in
1: objective and objectively. they were way, a little psychotic,
0: but it was fun. Like, she was, like, doing her own thing with her clothes. That, so
1: that kid was lame as fuck. Her outfits are great.
0: Yeah, she's on TV. An adult is asking her what she thinks about Britney Spears. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to give this child the benefit of the doubt, and maybe she was just trying to like not tell the news person like I love these outfits and I hope that I can wear that one day. Like yeah. maybe she was just nervous. But she, if that was you, young lady, um, you need to call me, and you and I are gonna have a chat. She was she was like ten. I, I mean, she
1: couldn't have been like, oh yeah, my crop top's in my bag. Like I mean, like. <laughs>
0: Little children. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, ever since I, that video has re-entered my uh, life, I have been using that as in my vernacular a little bit more. <laughs> where I'm like every day, little. Little potato salad. (laughs) (laughs) It's everything. So they wanted to see if she would take it well or cry, which I think is really weird because we're always, always, always testing Britney. Is she a fit parent? Is she a whore? Did she hurt Justin Timberlake's feelings? Is she crazy? Like, we're always, always, always testing her. Yeah. Are her tits real? It doesn't matter because her tits are on her and they look fabulous. So it's not a big deal. Whether they're real or not, like, do you like seeing them them in the outfit? They're great. Yeah. Yeah. It's none of your business. so don't worry about it. Um, She never said that she was a role model, that she just wanted to sing and dance. And I also like that she's like, I know not everyone is going to like me, and I'm not their parents. And I was like, that is really profound for a 19-year-old. Precisely that. Yeah, I was like, yes, bitch. Um, And then I also wrote this down that she said during this part of her life and her career, she didn't know what everyone thought that she should be doing. And I was like, that is such a weird thing to think about. And that would really fuck with my head if I was like trying to be a big star. And then I was like, what does everybody think that I should be doing? What which does is, which is everyone, the collective society,
1: plus my, yeah. my label, and my how managers, much- you know, how, how would you even try and balance that, the pressure of that?
0: And then Michaela from rural Nebraska saying that <laughs> I should not wear this. Little children. The little um, children. Don't like my outfits. Little children. But uh, she said that she wanted to be sexy and capable and talented and hot. Now, do I think that she's able to articulate these things because she's on the business end of, you know, the end, of you know, she's on the business end of being 40. You know what I mean? Like, so she's able to. She's gone to therapy. She's talked to a bunch of people. She's had a lot of self-reflection. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that when she was 19, she was able to articulate, I just want to be sexy and hot. I want, you know, sexy and capable and talented and hot. Like, leave me alone. Like, that's all I want to do. And honestly, same. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All of it. <laughs> She's so relatable like that. Um but she I love how she uh said that she was able to buy her mom a house and settle her parents' debt so that they can all have a clean slate because then how they treat her at the end, you're like that's disgusting. Uh,
1: they I mean she really tried. I, I it really does sound like she really, really tried to to give them give back to them and to, to be
0: good and to, yeah. to do what do what they wanted. Yeah make them proud and like you can tell that when she was a kid she was like taking note like she was probably was always worried about them like i imagine that britney was kind of the same like very worried about her parent about her parents they didn't have any money they were always you know blah 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 and then as soon as she's able to get money and same with a lot of athletes a lot of professional athletes They immediately buy their parents, like, a house because they didn't have anything. And they want to give, like, everybody has a natural instinct to want to, like, do something for your parents to, like, pay them back. Yes. Like, thank you. I want you to have a nice house. I want you to not have any debt. Like, I want you to be a happier person because you took care of me, so I'm going to take care of you. Yes. Type of thing. So I thought that was very sweet of her. And then also just I was a little mad at her. Like, if I'm Brittany's friend, I would, like, and she texted me that, I would have been like, Oh, Britney Jean. Why would you buy them a house? (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that, Britney Jean. Um, But she's had a lot of really cool performances in her career. Um, One of them is performing Walk This Way with Steven Tyler at the Super Bowl. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, she did that. And she's done. um, Especially since um, she said that she loves Steven Tyler as a performer.
1: She did say that. And she said she's so cute. She said it was really nice to her, too.
0: Yeah, and I, I imagine that he would be. I don't know what he is like now. Um, I don't want to know. I'm just going to pretend that he's just the same weird man from Aerosmith, and I love that. That's how I'm going to preserve him he's in the my mind. same
1: weird man from Aerosmith, just with like a candle wax, melty,
0: rearranged <laughs> face. <laughs> Everything else still the same. Still wearing the same pants, huh, Steve? <laughs> Um, okay, so like let's just wear some looser pants. It's not a big deal, like we should just be comfortable like i don't I feel so bad like have you seen that Chris Maloney commercial with the copper shirt or whatever it is? No, okay. He has these like mm-hmm. copper like compression shirts that he's like promoting, okay, I don't know what they're called. I want to say copper tone, but I know that's sunblock, so I yes. know it's not copper tone, but he's doing these commercials for these copper compression shirts and he's like you're gonna need this trust me and then he shows all the intensive working out and like stuff that he does just to act in law and order and i'm like really chris it's okay please just be 60 we don't need you to be buff this
1: sounds very infomercial it sounds like it's giving infomercial yes it's it sounds like next week he's gonna be like the new sham wow guy
0: oh yes except for it's phil swift from flex seal Oh. And by the way, Phil Swift is 79, and I'm very sad because I feel like we just started to love him, and we're not going to have much time with Phil. <laughs> Phil Swift here. Um, okay, so she did the VMAs performance. Yes. She did. With the I, the iconic one uh, with the big yellow snake.
1: Yes. and That I
0: would never have done, ever. She
1: said it was hissing at her the entire time.
0: It, yeah, it was like sticking its tongue out at her, and she—I love that she said, "Holy fucking shit, there's a goddamn snake!"
1: <laughs> but she was already too in it, and she's like, "Well, people didn't know that snake was hissing at me the entire time." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know, it's maybe like flicking its tongue at her, and
0: she's just like, it's fucking hissing it at me." It was a backup
1: singer. It was trying yeah. to give its all. I don't. What did you? Want yeah, maybe.
0: Me? Are you saying that the snake was giving notes? He's like, "Don't be nervous. You're doing great." <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, I just want to let you know, this is my favorite song. I'm a big fan. Um, I think, you know, hit me baby one more time. Like when it really, that snake is just being super encouraging and she was afraid of it. She's like, holy fucking shit, there's a goddamn snake flicking its tongue at me.
1: Do you think like in the snake world that he, that snake would do like a parody of like I'm a snake for you?
0: And like, I think (gasps) that would be
1: incredible. I
0: really think that that's beautiful. I
1: think it would be beautiful. The snake world, that snake went back to its little snake land and did a whole performance for everyone out there. Yes. I'm a snake for you. And yep. you know, Banana Lives On.
0: Okay? Yes, Banana Lives On. Wasn't it the snake's name Banana? Yeah.
1: <gasps> Love that. Snake's name was Banana. And and the the I remember this from the Tiger King. Um I'm gonna call <gasps> I'm gonna loosely call it a documentary. Let's I mean let's be for real. So the um yeah. the Tiger King documentary. <laughs> remember that like scumbag Shit sack, soul patch, ponytail which man, one? Doc Antle. Oh. Which, <laughs> which one? Doc Antle, the one that like had an elephant. Yes, he that was piece of shit. That piece of shit. He was in the tiger cage for that <gasps> Slave for You performance.
0: <gasps> Do you remember that part? I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go back and watch it.
1: He like it was part of Tiger King where he was like he it was like it cut away from like this is my harem of women sleeping in like a dirty barn oh um, that I make get breast implants. And also oh I was in the Britney Spears VMA's performance. <laughs> Excuse oh my me. God. No. Never never trust a man with a soul patch. OK. That's not a red no. flag. That flag is on fire and fuego. That flag, that in flag flames is flames. Very
0: red. Is very red.
1: And um, itchy. That that flag is it is infected. It is that, that flag fla- is infected. <laughs> Ooh, we think it has an infection.
0: Actually, we know it has an infection. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we Ooh, are actually. fully aware. Okay. So I can't handle small garden snakes, so I do not know no, no. how she did this, but good for her. Um again, I did think it was funny that she's like I can't believe that they're just like letting me handle this snake. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Like that had to at be least really heavy. At least yeah, especially like at least with Jake the Snake, like the wrestler, um like he like the yeah. Jake the snake <laughs> Roberts. He's a wrestler, and he like carried that giant python with him, and he would like hold it. But like wow. that, that man was doing steroids, and he was like always coked up. So yeah, of course he's gonna be able to hold that snake, and like, and it's in a bag, so it's a little bit more controllable. I'm and sorry. she's just like, "What? I'm gonna be scantily clad. It's in i I'll send you a video. <laughs> yeah, he carries it in a bag, in a big burlap bag, oh. and he throws it, and then he always threatens the other wrestlers with it. Like, so if he's ready to to whatever, he'll take the snake out and he'll, like, hold it at you. And it bit Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. Um, So then they... (laughs) Well, that sounds super intense. (laughs) It's super intense. Um, Then She also did um, the Michael Jackson performance of The Way You Make Me Feel with him, which I thought that was so cool. Um, It was kind of awkward. Did you watch that video? I didn't. It is awkward. But it's kind of fun because... It just looks like Britney Spears is being Britney Spears, and then like, just you. I don't think that you would put those two in the same like room very often. It was kind of like, like remember that song "Say Say Say" by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson? Yeah. Okay, and then there in that music video. You're like, you're both really great, but like, what are you doing? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't put these ingredients together.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure you're what's like gonna happen.
0: It's like on that one uh, episode of Below Deck where that one girl Rocky, um, she makes a salad and she puts crushed Oreos on it. And You're like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Oreos are super good and that salad looks great, but like, know, why are you putting them together? We're not gonna. And maybe not, it's fine.
1: We're not throwing vinegar and oil on top of this after. Yeah, no, There's... just
0: just letting you know, this is not the crunchy part that we want in our salad.
1: No, we're we're going croutons, not Oreos. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's not just any bread. That is like a specific bread. <laughs> so then we also have the iconic Pepsi commercial. Oh, my God. So there were
1: two Pepsi commercials. There was the Joy of Pepsi.
0: Yes. Um, that was like the ba bah, bah,
1: bah, that one. And then they have the Now and Then commercial, which, by the yep. way, the, the Now and Then commercial, I, I when I'm having a bad day, I'll just watch that. It
0: is Oh, it's so it's good. It's
1: probably my all-time favorite commercial. It's the one that starts in the 50s. Um yep. and then goes all the way through. She ends kind of in the 50s, too, like where it's like the Pepsi for those who yep. think young, and then she winks and opens the can. Yep. I love that
0: commercial so much. It's so good. It's so beautiful. Yeah. it's And it's very well done, and it's like everything about Britney is super campy, which is what I love.
1: Yes. She said it took four hours for her hair and makeup for the 80s Robert Palmer.
0: And that they didn't even make her look masculine. And I was like, yeah, because have you seen yourself? They didn't. They gave her shorter hair, but that was about it. Yeah. I was like, but have you seen yourself? Like, you're beautiful.
1: She's stunning.
0: Yeah. So her first movie was Crossroads, and she filmed it in March of 2001, um, and it was during her recording of the album Britney. And uh, before we started recording, Chrissy and I were talking about how basically Britney Spears was just a machine. She yes. was just pumping out album after album after album, performance, tour, tour, tour. Like everything was so hard and so fast and she was never allowed to take breaks, which is weird.
1: No, there were no breaks because like I'm looking at the timeline of all this stuff. So she yeah. had done... Um, Three albums in three years. She did, you know, tours, uh, performances with, like, VMAs. So you have, like, recording the albums, releasing the albums, promotion of the albums, touring, um, award shows. And she figured out how to to schedule in filming a movie in there because yeah. she has it filmed around 2001. She also has a tour
0: in the yeah. fall of 2001. And she had that big performance with Michael Jackson, The Way You Make Me Feel, yeah. in 2001. Because wasn't that like just before nine eleven? 11 Yes. She did She did not have a day off. No, never. Um, but she said that she struggled with breaking out of her character and she was kind of becoming Lucy, which I kind of love that because it's hilarious because that character is like Britney. So it's weird because I remember being like, so she's just playing herself. But like she's saying that she's playing a character. And I yeah. remember I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. But she's she said that she's becoming Lucy. Became Lucy. And she said that she was glad that Lucy was a nice, sweet girl and not a serial killer. And I was like, that's a pretty solid joke there, Britt. she Brit. says not, like, that's good. not a
1: girl, not yet a woman, and not a serial killer.
0: Yes. All I need is time. <laughs> I could be either one of those things. She might still be a serial She still has time to be a serial killer. She can do it. She yeah. can really close out life awesome. She really can.
1: There's, there's because time. she could
0: fly really under the radar because everybody just thinks that she's nuts anyway. So she could just be like, she could just go like on, on Instagram one day and be like, I pushed this man off of a yacht over into the water. <laughs> and then everyone would go, okay, Brittany, you're super nuts. And then she would be like confessing to crimes and like people would not care. <laughs> They'd be like, uh-oh, crazy has got the knives again. And she's like, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, I just committed murder. Sorry, I did Brit, it in Brit. international waters. Be fine, <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows that maritime law <laughs> That'd like, be amazing. She starts citing reasons why and like everybody would go on the yacht with her and that maybe so, Brittany, you know what we found you. We found what you're going to do in the in the last couple of decades of your life is that you're going to be a, a weird Dexter type serial killer where you start <laughs> killing people that oh. have been awful to you.
1: She, and she's going to eat an Oreo salad and then just push them off the yacht.
0: Yeah, she's going to start she's going to start exacting revenge, kind of like Rosalie in um <laughs> Twilight with the oh, guys. Oh
1: god, that's like my favorite scene in that whole like, It's
0: so fucking rad. We could just watch a whole movie just on that story. I'd love that. I'd love god, a whole I, movie of just Rosalie. I can't wait to do
1: the Twilight books, by the way. Oh my god,
0: I'm frothing. I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. It's going to happen. Um so the like Justin Timberlake says to her, like she goes, like she's trying to prove that she's lost herself and she's like becoming this character by saying that even Justin was like, "Why are you walking like that? Who are you?" Okay, fo-shiz. fo-shiz. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's. <laughs> Aren't you? Let's why don't you cool it. Tighten up that that tea necklace and yeah.
1: Keep it stepping,
0: okay? <laughs> Shove it up your ass, buddy. <laughs> I do not like you right now, sir. Um. And I also like that she said that she would remind herself it's just a teen road movie. Relax. It's so funny how she talks to herself. It's so funny. Did, like, you can get through this. You're fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you have to have conversations with yourself. And honestly, it's the best conversations possible.
0: Oh, absolutely. I start to get, like, mad at others because I'm like, why aren't you good at this?
1: <laughs> why aren't, yeah, why? Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you guys don't have, like, full-on fights in your brain? That's weird.
0: I came That's up crazy. with three better zingers, and you said nothing like i'm just, <laughs> like, you're just sitting this is, here you just said nothing. what's going on? I came up with I had a whole conversation in my head, and you are really like really lacking i have I have in my brain
1: attacked your moral moral character several <laughs> times, and you say <laughs> nothing you're just sitting here I'm ready to <laughs> unleash it.
0: prompt me, please do it. <laughs> I'm setting you up for zingers and you're totally boning me here. I want this. I'm trying to set everybody up for a good conversation that I can have so where I will leave and feel happy. Okay, so she said that she felt like herself again going shopping for makeup. And it's like, well, yeah, because Lucy would never be able to spend the same amount of money that you'd be able to <laughs> Wasn't she at CVS? Like, didn't she say, like, I snapped out of it at a CVS? I think it was somewhere like an Ulta or something okay. like that. Like it wasn't like I, anything, but it's just like you could buy everything in the store. Brittany.
1: I don't know why I internalize it. Where I just imagine her at a CVS printing out an eight foot long receipt, <laughs> and you know, like just wrapping that around herself like the banana, the snake, and is like, oh, I'm Brittany, not Lucy,
0: walking out of the store. <laughs> I know I may come off quiet, may come off shy, but I feel like saving money when I. <laughs> Bring my eight-foot-long receipt. Okay. Um, I also... She said that she didn't want to do any more movies, and I like that she had this realization about herself. It's important to have these realizations about yourself. She said it was too stressful to be an actor because it's so frustrating. Like, that she... You know, it probably takes a lot out of her to... She can't differentiate what person she's being, so she probably like she would not be a good police officer. But I do wish that we got Britney in the notebook and we, I do wish that we had Britney in Chicago.
1: Oh, man. even if it was just a
0: cameo. Cuz she would have been awesome in Chicago.
1: She would have been awesome.
0: I mean, Rachel McAdams was really great in the notebook. I'm not saying that. Maybe we could have like like the Spiral Notebook or like the Composition Notebook like a second movie, like a like a like a lifetime movie, like The Notebook Adjacent, but with Britney in it. Yes. I want her to I want that. I, I I, still, The Notebook with Rachel McAdams is fine but I would like also the Hallmark movie of Britney being Rachel McAdams' character in The Notebook.
1: In in the vein of carrying on from last week and telling you that there were several movies that I had never seen um, that were mentioned the in the this book, The Notebook is one of them If Britney was in it, I may watch it
0: Yeah, it's not, I don't know I don't get it's fine. I mean, I don't know that it's like a great movie and I I'm sure I'm going to get, you know, whatever, but I, I, it's just
1: every it's every fine. time
0: that I someone is like it's such
1: an amazing love story, I cry every time. I'm like, mm, I'm good. I'll watch Lake Placid again.
0: So No, Lake Placid is a beautiful <laughs> love story between it Hector is. and the alligators. Yes. The crocodiles it because is. he wants to be judged by them. Yeah. And also, I will argue this, a beautiful love story is Betty White and her husband because he was sick and said like he was in so much pain and begging to be, you know, have his life be ended. And she hit him over the head with a fucking frying pan and did him a favor. So and then she never got charged. She admitted this openly to a police officer. I think that might have been a cover up. I think the crocodile ate him. No, she said that she did that and then she let the crocodile eat him. But she confessed. She confessed to hitting him I over thought, the head of the frying pan. I thought she did that at the beginning, and then he.
1: And then when she, when what she says actually happens is that he took that a, a cow got loose or a horse got loose, and he went to go get it, and the crocodile came out and ate him.
0: I thought that the crocodile followed him home. You know what, Chrissy? I don't know. We're gonna watch this later and text each other yeah. about it. Okay. And I'm devastated. Um, There's not a book about it. I checked.
1: So oh, um, fuck.
0: There's not a book called Lake Placid. <laughs> Somebody write it. We'll write it. So Brittany says that she goes skinny dipping in the ocean with her friends and that they sit up longer and they talk more in the steam room for hours. And she said that these are the sinful activities that she was doing. Like she's like, you know, I didn't want to be sinful. I was like skinny dipping in the ocean. Yeah. So um, her tours, the she speaks very fondly about the people who help her. So that's why I like Britney Jean Spears. People do not appreciate the folks that put the show together enough. The, the managers, the sound people, the lighting people, like people don't, they don't, they don't like appreciate those people enough. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, including the people that work, that are the bosses of the sound people and the lighting crew. I actually embarrassed my cousin at the Jim Gaffigan show because I, we were like the last ones to leave. And I told the sound people, I was like, thank you guys so much. Everything went really well. And she was like, that is so embarrassing. It's not like, embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Please Snow thank them. Do how hard those guys work? They've been there since 2 o'clock this afternoon. They fucking had to the, deal with all the divas.
1: The 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 team that comes in and sets up stages are there for yeah. way longer. A lot of the times yeah. they show up and work through the night overnight. They'll get, oh, yeah. they'll get back
0: to go back to the hotel at like 10 a.m. and get four hours of yep. sleep. And then they're back again. The- and then they're back again, and then this is so important to you, your little fucking show, but this is just another show to them, and they're like, whatever. Do you want me to put purple lights on? Like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> they, they just want to get I mean, through
1: this. I the yeah. stage, stage hands, um, sound, lighting, all of, I mean, absolute heroes of every single
0: show yeah. that you're at. And they are like they are basically like DMV workers because they have to deal with everybody. They have to deal with the divas, and they also have to deal with all the people that are in the audience. And then they also have to deal with their managers and this person and that person. You know what I mean? So, sound people, stagehands, we yeah. fucking love you. We appreciate you, and we salute you.
1: Salute, absolutely. We'll fly
0: a free Britney flag, and we'll fly a thanks to our thanks to sound, sound and lighting troops. Yeah, thank you, sound and lighting. We love you. <laughs> there is no show without those people. Okay, and you can tell them um, anywhere because
1: they show up to everything in all black, which is absolutely how we dress as well. So yes, um, all
0: black, and they just blend in with everything, and they're just like, just you just feed them shit it. and keep them in the dark, and they're happy.
1: You just you give them their meal their meal ticket. They had to head back to catering. They grab yep. a meal and then go back to doing the hours and hours of labor.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so Britney hosts SNL twice, and I will say that she's actually quite funny. She's really um, I think funny. because she's a good performer, and she also knows when to stop. Like, when to stop and take the laugh and all that stuff. Like, you know, get the clap and the applause. She knows that. She does, have, good.
1: She does have really good timing. Um, she says something in one of those skits. It's like that Boston teen at the Colonial Museum, which is yes. like a butter churn girl. Which, by the way, so this is from 2002 or 2000-whatever- 2000, I I've completely forgot how much SNL, and particularly that, like, the Boston teen skits, how much they just casually dropped the R word, where I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh okay, welcome. Um, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, so yeah. they casually dropped. But she says, she's like the butter turn girl, and she sits down, and she's like, it is hot as a cratch out here. <laughs> <laughs> and I've said it so many times, and I didn't know where it came from. And It's this. It's this. <laughs> Let all That's children. Scary. Let all. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: I'm just gonna bust that out every once in a while. I'll just it'll be just like the Trixie and Katya thing of bongos, <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so Brittany likes to do the tours and the shows. I think that she doesn't like. I think if she could teleport, she would. But I think that, like, all the traveling and stuff would take it out of you. But she likes to do the singing and the performing, and she also likes to do the choreography and getting everything together, which you can definitely tell. And um, I also do think that it's interesting that she laments that she didn't try anything different other than singing or performing. Like, I think that she wished that she kind of diversified what she was doing since, you know, like, Shaquille O'Neal did a rap career. Like, why wasn't Britney allowed to do... Shaquille O'Neal
1: is still burgeoning in his career. He played Lollapalooza this year. He's a DJ, but he played Lollapalooza this year.
0: I love him. Yeah. He's also a burgeoning uh, general for the car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: oh, the I premier love him. general.
0: He's- I was so sad that he didn't get to be in Space Jam. I thought that he should have been in Space Jam. Oh,
1: he should have been in Space Jam. <laughs>
0: Space Jam 2, Electric Boogaloo, or whatever <laughs> it would be called. <laughs> I oh. fucking love him. But he's so funny. I love him. If you have t- time, you should totally watch the um, 30 for 30 documentary about the 90s Orlando Magic. It's so gorgeous. Oh, he's so Because fun. you feel like you're in 1996 and 97 again. Like It's not really so much about the basketball as it is about how Shaq and Penny Hardaway like made everything very exciting, which is good because I love Shaq. Um, I actually met Shaquille O'Neal. You did? Yes. I asked him if he would give me a piggyback ride, and he said No. Which is fine. That's fair. I it's the answer is always no unless you ask. But I did ask.
1: What you he wouldn't even notice. You could have just just jumped on up there. He wouldn't have noticed.
0: Okay. So, here's he showed up at the car dealership that I was working at. Okay. Because he wanted to buy the car dealership behind us. And so he wanted to know who he that should talk sense. to. That makes sense. I was like, "Okay. But also So I was the only one that asked Shaquille O'Neal if I could get a picture on my digital camera, by the way, not on my phone. Um, But there were so many men at the car dealership that came out to me afterwards and they were like, your picture is the background on my computer now. And I was like, gross, because I was 19. I'm Uh. like, thanks for telling me. I did not need to know that, and I'm going to give your computer a virus now because I hate you so much.
1: Thank you so much. I'll be using that as evidence for the FBI when I file a
0: report (laughs) against you. you
1: (laughs) How do you spell your last name?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just Just... go ahead and say it for the camera really quick. (laughs) (laughs) This means that you are going to be sued by me. Awful. Um, I did not know that Brittany and Justin lived together in Orlando. I was kind of learning. I've been learning a lot since this book came out. Me, big Britney fan, never knew this, but I guess she and Justin were living together in Orlando. I think when I was a kid, I always thought that she could do better than Justin, so maybe that's why like, my brain was just, like, rejecting it. We all did. (laughs) They had a two-story house with a tile roof and a pool in the backyard. Um, Wonder how much that is going for, or how much it went for, because did you see that her childhood Louisiana home just sold for $1.2 million? I, I, you know It was, like, the biggest piece of shit, and it was, like, $280,000. I...
1: It, it when when I saw that, I looked at the sale price from like three years ago, which gets it, it yeah. sold I think it sold in like twenty twenty one and it sold for like two eighty five and they yeah. listed it for
0: one point two. There were no upgrades. No
1: upgrades. No, at No, and they
0: just put like some Britney posters up. I was like, I can do that and say that Britney Spears took a shit here once. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like
1: they they're like it includes a dance studio, and then they show the most abysmal looking room that I'm like that is not a dance studio, that is an unfinished basement. (laughs) Like I'm sorry, (laughs) that is what Macaulay Culkin walked in on in the furnace.
0: Like was like I'm gonna eat you. That's what that was. I'm like with some mirrors, which makes it worse. Yes, I agree. That was so terrifying. I also love that she says that when Jamie Lynn was a kid, they took her to the FAO Schwartz building in New York, yeah. and they got her this like, not quite the battery, or like a battery operated car, and not quite like a golf cart. Oh yeah, that's actually she that's, drove that's actually everywhere. on the that's on the B side of that one album. It's like not actually a battery car, <laughs> <laughs> not yet a golf cart. <laughs> um, But she put Jamie Lynn. she's like, oh, it was the cutest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. Is it? Have you ever even, like, seen a baby panda? Like, or like a little fat raccoon? Oh, yeah, way cuter.
1: Yeah, like what? I would how many times see... am I
0: sending you pictures of a cute fat raccoon rather than Jamie Lynn? All and they... am I doing it wrong? All they... okay. No, you are absolutely nailing it. The only <laughs> thing that you could do better, Sarah, is send me a fat baby raccoon
1: driving a vehicle that's not yet a mini car but not yet a golf cart. So if we can work
0: on that. <laughs> driving it over Jamie Lynn? <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh. Oh, my God, that'd be the best (laughs) picture ever. Somebody please commission this. Well, I, I, maybe they, somebody will, because that is so funny. Just like a raccoon, like a cute little raccoon, like big blushy cheeks, like driving a red Mercedes like car. You know what? I would feel bad, but that little monster,
1: uh, little Jamie Lynn, <laughs> a few years ago, and people don't seem to remember this. She, like, online made a complaint about Tesla, which, you know oh. what? I'll complain about Tesla all day long and, and fucking Elon Musk. But her complaint about Tesla was that it was too quiet and she kept running. Running over her cats in the driveway, and her <gasps> complaint was like, "I don't know how many cats we've lost." I'm like, "I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. You keep—is running- this supposed to be a relatable moment, Jamie? <laughs> you keep running. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're trying to like, you know, gain followers here of you talking about running over cats in your driveway, <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am, no. So I wouldn't feel bad at all. I—the only thing that you could do better these with Teslas. this commission, is- these Teslas, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Just killing cats, cat killers. The only thing that you could do better with that commissioned artwork is make sure that there's a raccoon driving and a little cat, little cat, little dead cat as the, you know, angel cat. Little cartoon cat. Little cartoon angel cat. Little cartoon angel cat as the sidekick running over Jamie Lynn.
0: Yeah, I don't kill cats. Tesla's kill cats.
1: <laughs> Wasn't me. It was Tesla. It's not us, Dad. It's
0: Tesla. <laughs> it was not me at all. It was a Tesla. It was never me. <laughs> okay. So then I also thought that this was interesting, too, because it's funny that you brought up the denim on denim outfit. Yes. We finally get an explanation on this, guys. And it's not that exciting, but it does make sense, just given how young they are. Because yeah. I think when we were kids, we were like, well, they're like 45, right? Like, they're so old. And you're yeah. like, yeah, they're like a couple years older than you. Like, they wouldn't be able to babysit you necessarily. No,
1: no. no. then They're grown ups. They were not. Yeah.
0: Like, by the time that, like, my parents probably were going to, I only had one babysitter, and that babysitter got fired because I flung food at my mom, and my mom thought that I learned it from the babysitter, and I did not. (laughs) So the babysitter got fired because I flung food at my mom on my fork. Well, I mean. That was, I wanted, Jenny, I'm going to tell you this. I am taking responsibility for that trick. I don't think it was the babysitter. (laughs) Sorry to my babysitter. I feel like you would have been someone who taught your babysitter shit. Would have yes. been like,
1: you know, let's yeah. sit down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you how to fuck up someone's day.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, check it out, Michaela, or whatever <laughs> your name is. <laughs> I've been working on this all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've mastered it. Okay, so Brittany explains that everybody used to coordinate their outfits at church on Sunday, and so that's what she wanted to do with Justin. Isn't yeah. that stupid? That's so stupid. It's not even satisfying. It wasn't a practical joke that we were playing on Justin cuz she looked cute and Justin's outfit was horrendous. <laughs> like he also was wearing I would say the that about necklace. anybody. Yeah, and the T necklace is for trash. Capital T. Yeah. I'm going to call him Tupperware just because like you just Take up space and we always lose your lid. We never have all the parts for you.
1: (laughs) You get warped in the dishwasher. Yeah, and you get spaghetti sauce
0: stains. You get spaghetti sauce stains on you, you fuck. Okay, anyway. Um, So that's why. Sorry, it was really anticlimactic. But I'm your friend and I'd rather that you heard it from somebody that you love. Yeah,
1: we'll tell you about it.
0: Um, So it seems like that all the stuff that she does when she's younger are just... Decisions that a young person would make that is from like a small town and never like got to be a kid. Like she's like, we should match outfits like, OK.
1: <laughs> and no, and she said they were young and in love and he agreed to it.
0: Yeah. You do crazy things. I also love how she mentions that she listened to a podcast that Justin was on. Like She's like, oh, I know in podcasts he says that, like, you do crazy oh. things when you're in love. And I was like, oh, <gasps> yes, get the tea. I think she probably wants to know because he he's made his whole career talking shit about her. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 probably listens to it, and she's like, let's hear what this fuck says about me today. I'm sure she's caught some clips along the way. Yep. There's just dozens of them. I also, so she knew that Justin cheated on her repeatedly, which I didn't know that this was, like, a known fact, so I'm learning this. Thank you, Internet. Um, I appreciate the nerds of, the lovely little nerds in the world that are finding all this information out. Apparently he goes to, like, New Orleans, because nobody gives a shit about um, celebrities in New Orleans. They've got their own problems. Um, And so people will go down to New Orleans so that they can like, you know, run around and be an adulterer on their, you know, whatever. Um, But she knew that Justin cheated on her and the tabloids always rubbed her face in it. And apparently he said to one of the dancers like, yeah, man, I hit that last night. And... She's like, I don't want to expose who this is because everybody likes them and they're yeah. married and they have kids now. But, that was a classy move, Brit-Brit. But everybody kept saying that it was Christina Aguilera, but I don't think so. I don't think
1: so. There, I don't think so at all. I don't think the, – the only thing that she dropped in there that, is that he slept with someone from that little group All Saints in London. But I, So yeah. I, I really don't think Christina was anything to do with that. no.
0: And she says that she's loyal to Justin for all these years and she thought like because she let him cheat on her like she was like I don't say anything about it that it that's just what they do. Which is stupid, but you also have to remember they're both 19 years old. So, yes. mm, it's really stupid. Like imagine what you did when you were 19 and don't think about what you would do now as a 34-year-old looking back and thinking about it. No. We were all fucking vapid idiots when we were 19 years old. So you would absolutely do this type of thing. I knew my boyfriend was cheating on me all the time. And I was like, I need to like physical proof. Like it's like a fucking law that I have to stay with my boyfriend. Like, yeah. I'm like I need to have proof that he's cheating on me though. And it's like, you don't really need to have proof. You can just. I don't like the way that you swallow. Like, it the was... way that you drink your drinks, it's gross. Like, <laughs> it, you know I what think... I mean? Like, you can just break up with somebody for that. It was also so much more significant for her, I think,
1: in terms of, yeah. like, ending that. Because it was, one, it was, like, a safe thing she was a part of. And, two, she talks about, like, his his family, how she spent, like, holidays with them and they really became her family. Yeah. So losing that, she wasn't just losing, like, this, you know, shitty yep. little fo-shiz, fo-shiz, She lost everything. She would lose her entire connection to normalcy of, or yeah. any any shred of it that she had.
0: And, like, you do miss certain people. Like, I mean, I love my ex-boyfriend's mom. She's wonderful. But, like, I don't talk to her anymore. But I think about her a lot, and I hope that she's having a good day. Kathy, love you. Love my mother-in-law a lot. But just, like, you do miss, like, what your friend's parents or, you know, your boyfriend's parents did for you during those times. Like, you're like, you watched me grow up, and you helped me. Like, you were part of that. Um, Brittany and Justin became pregnant. Um, Justin was adamant that he did not want to have a kid, said that they were too young. I think that that's... A good conversation to have as two young people yes um they did not want to go to the hospital they didn't want anybody to know and also that would have been front page i mean how much were they she, everywhere I mean, she was you know what she I mean? was
1: already so exploited and so yes um under a microscope that if they would have gone and done anything it would have been everywhere. they could have gone for a
0: routine checkup at the it would Justin have been went for a, a physical and it's like oh my god so they did the pills in the bathroom at home. I, I did have a question about why we couldn't bring a doctor to the house. But I don't know the situation. I don't know why we couldn't have done that. Um, that I don't know. It just feels like another young person like thought process. But I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to have a doctor. I'm going to have a doctor. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do a doctor.
1: Yeah. I uh, just uh, let's get this administered by a professional. Yeah, would just love
0: to have a, just, just just for just to make sure everything's okay, all good. Um, I know Justin and Britney were very young, but I do not think that he thought the guitar strum sesh through um, while no. she's sitting there on the bathroom floor. Like, I would have fully been like, are you fucking kidding me? If you keep strumming, I'm going to fucking hit you with that guitar. All,
1: all I'm imagining and in the, you know, 2023, the year of Barbie, all I'm imagining is, <laughs> is Britney Jean Spears laying on the floor, curled up in pain and Justin Timberlake sitting there with his fucking JT necklace just strumming to like Matchbox 20 push. Oh my God. I want (laughs) to push you around. Like that's all that I'm
0: envisioning. Like I... Oasis, you're my Wonderwall. Okay. Okay. But I wanted to know, like, does Pageant Boy not have any other like skills for moments of crisis here? Like, no. do you do you know how to like twirl a baton or anything? Like, you don't <laughs> yeah. know how to do anything except for play a guitar. Like, it's not that's not a good moment right now. Y- you
1: know what he could have also done? Just went what? in there and not played the fucking guitar. Bring in Rub an ice bag. pack. Walk in with Fried. an ice. Grab her an ice pack. Bring an ice pack yeah. in there. Some water Ooh. and just hang out. Hang out. McDonald's and sit there. French fries. You know, whatever. Just an option. You know, <laughs> here, I, I, ice those cramps. Sit yeah. in there and, and maybe, maybe after a, a little bit of time, say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see if I can call around and get a doctor to come to the house. No, no, yeah. no. He's just Dr. Guitar over here. Like, oh, you know what's going <laughs> to solve this? Rob
0: Thomas. Here you go. Dr. Okay, Rob. I've been, work- I've been working on this one. What do you think? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> get away Shut from the me. the fuck up. I think I'm going to smash that in your fucking skull. God, so she, she said she didn't, she said that she didn't expect the breakup, but she thinks that he was using an, a breakup as an excuse, like an angle to like launch his career, which, yep. Um, he text message broke up with her when she was on the set of Overprotected. Which wow. is
1: fucking wild.
0: But also tracks.
1: And then you sent For me that Justin video. For
0: Justin Which one? You
1: sent me the oh, Overprotected over- yeah, video? Like, she was broken up with right before this.
0: Oh, she was dancing her little ass off. Like, can you? Any mild inconvenience that I have now, like I'm done for the day. I'm like, oh, I was just <laughs> like, just that's not that's not me. I'm not doing that anymore. I was doing that, and now I'm not. And then today, you're texting me on the on a, a music video set. I'd be like, time out, times times, everybody, car, I gotta stop. God, <laughs> I would be so mad. Um, but she danced her little ass off. She's looking hot as fuck in that video, too, which I think, again, the director probably was like, hey, guess what? You're Britney Spears. Um, and she's devastated, depressed, feeling lonely, and, you know, because she just had she lost her boyfriend. She lost her boyfriend's family. She's yeah. lost some of her friends. Um, and then also she had a terrible traumatic event happening to her where she doesn't know how to feel. But it does change a lot of what's going on in your head. Yeah, you know? she said she's 20 years
1: later she still remembers the pain and the fear of it. So, Oh,
0: yeah, that's a brain chemistry-altering yeah. experience, you know, where you're just sitting there and you're like, I'm a different person on the other side of this. Um, but wh- I, I am happy that that conversation was had between the two of them. I'm glad that they were responsible about it, and I'm glad that they made a decision based on what they thought was best for them. Um, I do wish that Justin was a little bit more supportive and didn't, like, it sounded like he was mad at her for it, but it's like that's kind of what you wanted though, babe. Yeah, like, it's you know? and, like it sounded
1: like he he pressured her into it. It's I mean it's it sounds it sounds very messy. It sounds very messy. Yeah, and messy. of course we
0: weren't there. I think she would rather have had a kid, but she also understood that he didn't want to have he, one he and that they were too young. Want to have a kid and that they were too young. So I mean that they they ultimately
1: came to the decision to 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 do that together. Um, you know, however it's I think it's impossible to be in that situation and not have complicated yes. feelings after. Um, yeah, and so of course it's because it's a complicated. Underst- it's a complicated thing that is again um, was that ultimately Britney's sh- and it should have been wholly and solely Britney's
0: decision. So absolutely, it was nice that they both discussed it and that she respected his thoughts and whatever. And it was it was nice that the way that she handled that was fine. But being a human is complex and awful, and. um you know, you have to make decisions and you have to go about your life anyway. <laughs> so um, he apparently came to visit Brittany in Louisiana and he brought her a letter that he wrote and framed
1: for her. I, I don't understand this. This is where I was really confused because he, when she, he broke up with her
0: via text, via text.
1: And then the letter that he sent her ended with, I can't breathe without you. What I mean, what but kind of they only... fucked up gaslighting insanity is this?
0: And then the only reason why they broke up was because she made out with Wade Robson and told him about it. I thought, and it... he was mad at her about that. And then I think he was also mad at her about not about the abortion.
1: It's it's all insanity. Because
0: he said like the, Everybody said like, what did you do to hurt him? And it's like I didn't do shit. I
1: didn't do anything. He cheated on me several times. He pressured me.
0: And, and then you know, we both made a decision to do this, so he can't be mad at me about that. Yes. Um, so the only thing he can be mad at me for, quote unquote, is making out with Wade Robson.
1: But you did a lot worse, so... Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then also, like, there is, you know, there's some grace. Like, I knew that you were doing that. Like, what the fuck do you care if I do it? And then it's like, oh, it's almost like she should have just said, like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that we weren't doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really I th- sorry. I was just I taking
0: your... Was- I. I've read the stories about you. I've seen the photos.
1: I just thought that was yeah. the setup here. No?
0: I thought that's what we were doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> no? not a- Yeah. So um, she did more tours. She thinks it was too soon after the breakup. Um, She said that she wanted to just open a little shop with Felicia, and I kind of loved that. I did that, too. She
1: wanted to go to the Santa Monica Pier, breathe in the, the salt ocean, and quit show business and
0: open a tiny shop in Venice Beach. And I hope that she would be the shop owner with a British accent. Me, too. Hello and welcome to our shop. <laughs> we go on boat rides over international waters at 3 pm. <laughs> <laughs> and if you make it back, it's good. Um, so then she was they were held at gunpoint on the way to a Mexico City show and she got to play to 50,000 people, which I think is super cool. Um, just that as like a landmark, like I remember the first thousand seat theater that we did with small town murder, you know, like that's a, I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like, so, I mean, not that a thousand is 50,000. I'm just saying, I'm sure she would remember like the small little landmarks that she has, um, a thunderstorm canceled the last show that kind of sucks. And then she started, this is when she started doing a lot of interviews to show that she was fine. Like, it's like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And it's like, why did we do this as the angle? Like, after her breakup? Like, they're like, oh, Brittany is like, whatever. Like, But then her parents wanted her to do all these interviews to be like, yeah, I'm fine. Get back out there. No. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm fine. Like, no, you're not fine. I'm not okay. You should cry and like... I need a minute. Do crazy stuff. Yeah. You should cry and like, do stupid stuff. Like, you know, whatever. But anyway, um, she... I, I do think it's interesting that Lynn and Jamie, her parents, got divorced. Lynn was allowed to self-medicate and be depressed, but Brittany needed to get back out there. Yeah, you know,
1: like we'll make she money was for us. like, "Oh,
0: my mom was doing this," and it's like, "Yeah, but like you need to do an interview to say that you're fine and get back out there." Um, Brittany calls Jamie Lynn a little bitch here because her her sister is a spoiled brat. Um, that she bought a house for Jamie Lynn to grow up in, and Jamie Lynn was ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Brittany went home again and she said that that, I I just really think that that was like the worst thing that she could have done just because you start to uh, go to like more familiar things and sometimes a familiar face or a familiar place is good for you. Yeah. Um, but she said that this is the year she started to feel like a child again. So she started to do like the Benjamin Button thing. So she goes to Milan in 2002 and... She says that she met some guy that was a bad guy and was, she was pure sex. But she was at Donatella Versace's party. Yes, iconic in that rainbow dress that she has on. Yes. So, she looks so cute in that. Um, she invited him to go to her t- hotel with her to have drinks, but he did something on the ride that turned her off and she kicked him out of the car. <laughs> I fucking love that. Well, because we should we should teach girls to do that? Like if Absolutely. you're getting bad vibes, get the fuck out of my car. Absolutely.
1: And she's like yeah. I wouldn't have done that now. I'm like no, no, do it. If you are if you are alone with a with a man oh. and you were like, "Oh, this is not going the way that it needs to go and I don't feel safe." Get the fuck out of that situation.
0: Yeah. In 2023, I would have said, like, oh, I would just push him out when the car's still rolling. Like, I wouldn't have, I just wouldn't have stopped. Like, that would have been the only thing that I would have changed, is I'd have been like, oh, the car's still rolling. You're going to be all right, buddy. But I do want to know what's going on with that man, and if he turned out to be a serial killer.
1: I don't know. She said he was a- One night stand quality man that yeah. um she did not she didn't do any sort of stand with. She just made Mm-mm. him stand on the side of the road while she drove away. Yes.
0: She made him stand outside. You stand um, outside. I don't, <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want this. And f- you figure this out because this is like 2002. So yes. there's no cell yeah, yeah, yeah. phone like there's no you're you know um, the Justified album release is now. And she um, apparently Justin did an interview on 2020. And then there's the Crimea River music video, which I know is your favorite oh, music Sarah, video ever,
1: Sarah. Um, this video, the
0: the theme of this video is Brittany is a harlot who broke the heart of Hollywood golden boy.
1: Yeah, yeah. The theme of this video. Well, so the the Barbara Walters interview on that 2020 thing. Yeah He he played a song called "Don't Go, Horrible Woman." It's not released, and I watched the video of it, and it's not released. You did I, of the of the interview, yeah. And in it's Barbara Walters that's like. This this breakup has with Brittany has just been devastating for Justin, and then
0: then he starts playing this song. Friends of the podcast, we did just get Barbara Walters in studio, <laughs> back from the line. dead with with Jamie Lynn's cats.
1: Um, <laughs> so, but he plays the song, and I was—it's like this unreleased song, and I'm like. Ma'am, that should stay unreleased. That is the yeah. biggest piece of shit I've ever heard.
0: But yes, the fact they aired it on song. 2020,
1: it's like, yeah, cut it. Cut, let's let's scrap that. That's a cutting room <laughs> floor kind of a vibe. Thanks. Um, never let this here. No, no. Never let this out of I, this room. All right. So the Crimea River video, Sarah. This am ready. This triggers me on so many levels because you know what? I rewatched this video, and and I'd like to say that like the fact that our takeaway was that this woman is a you know a heartbreaking slut from this video. Fucking infuriates me because I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read you some numbers and and let's right, bring it. Let's talk about the, the, the video quality and we're gonna go back to the fact that in Baby One More Time, Britney, a completely brand new artist with no leverage, said that she went in. And she yep. didn't like the concept of her video. And she said, we're not doing this for baby one more time. We're not going no. to space, babe. Buzz Aldrin already did that. So we're going to go yeah. to school. I'm going to put on my little outfit. And I'm going to dance here. And then, you know, that's what's going to happen. And that's what they did. So an unknown artist got a video changed. So I don't want to hear yes. any argument that he had no control of the video. He had full control of the video. It was absolutely so living in his brain. So here's here's some numbers for you. Okay? You okay. ready? Um, I'm so ready. <laughs> one to three years and a fine of up to $10,000 and even more if there's extensive damage. Uh, two, two to four or six years plus a fine of $10,000. Okay. Um, three years and up to a fine of $10,000. Um, six months and up to a fine of, of $1,000. Those are the felony and misdemeanor charges <laughs> attached to all of the fucking crimes that this man committed in that video in the state of California where that yeah. was shot. There was felony vandalism, felony breaking and entering, felony yeah. stalking, and then aiding and abetting someone for trespassing, and I'm not even including the, the unpermitted <laughs> filming in her bed. This, yeah. I'm sorry. Britney's revenge porn. Brittany's a slut. This man a fucking felon he is dreaming yes. about the felonies he's going to commit against her and we're all like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh my god she is so awful I'm sorry he this man took his K-Swiss and rubbed him yep. all over her furniture. okay <laughs> that's a crime in itself <laughs>
0: uh... He just <laughs> he just took his little case, swiss and just rubbed it all over her furniture. And, and he was go- he was on the couch, and he's like, "They call me Lake Timberlake. You get those shoes off that upholstery, Justin. You get them off, right now. You get them off that white white marble.
1: Disrespectful little fucker. I mean, just." Just, I mean, he shatters her windows and jumps all over her furniture, uses a little angel figurine to prop up the door, and then yeah. he films that video with the girl that he lets in, and he, and she's, like, biting his mouth while he's not mm. even making eye contact with her. He's just into the camera. I'm like, you— well, Yeah, that's that's the who he really wants to fuck and is then himself. He, yeah, and then he hides. He hides in a yeah. closet or some shit and watches her shower when she comes home, and, he, and we're like— Wow, Britney is a slut. No, I no, no. I feel so bad for This him. man's a criminal. Yeah.
0: yeah, he is a criminal. <gasps> oh, but Britney has a song called Criminal. Well. Mama, I'm in love with a criminal. She okay. was. She so, was in love with a criminal. His name is Justin Timberlake, okay? She's also in love with another criminal, fucking Kevin Federline. Oh, she's got And a, probably Colin Farrell. She's got a long string.
1: She's got a long string, yeah. string of, of bad decisions with men. Poor- th-
0: so she mentions she's like Justin neglected to mention the several times that he cheated on me. Good, I'm glad that she said that. And just she was also happy. This is Brittany is excessively fair because yes. she says to Justin, she says about Justin because Justin said that they had sex, and she was like, I was happy he said that because like, I you know. I I did. I do. That that she's like, like I'm a woman. I'm a woman, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um you know what we talked about last week that I um yeah. that I had forgotten about is that before this book was released there was someone on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck this hellscape is called it's,
0: that we'll just it's, call it Twitter.
1: His name is Brian and it's at yeah. the half blood lad that tweeted um a quote from the book that I think he oh, scripted no. but it got like 2 million retweets that the the quote said Okay, I'm ready. Put it in, I said, and he replied, "It is already in." My world collapsed. Britney Spears, a new excerpt from her book, "The Woman in Me," out yeah. October twenty fourth. So this guy tweeted this. It's not in the book. Um, no, it's, not it, at it all. was a joke. But he tweeted it. It got twenty four point two million views, and like, shut up. <laughs> And it, I love that. He did it on, like, October 16th. It's the funniest shit that I've that I've read that I was just like, I'm oh sorry. Oh, God. This is just a I
0: a- I think I assumed that they cut it out because, remember, they cut, like, 50 pages out, and I was like, maybe oh. she decided to cut that out.
1: <laughs> I
0: like that we're just like, no, no, that was really in there. Not not this man I, wrote I, that I as choose, a comedy bit. I choose to believe that she cut it out. Oh, God. Just, that's my choice. I choose to believe this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Oprah is the one that told her it's nobody's business if you're a virgin or not a virgin. I agree. The one nice um, thing the, Oprah's ever done. Yep. And it's weird how like that purity culture with these child stars is so prevalent, like the Jonas Brothers with their weird purity rings. Like, oh, I don't sake. care. I'm not thinking about having sex with any of the Jonas Brothers and or the Hanson Brothers or... No. You know, NSYNC or like those were all grown men to me. So like I wasn't thinking about that at all. And I'm sure that there's other people that that are thinking those things because they were more age appropriate during that time. But like that's for you. And like you're an adult and you should figure out like but like I'm already not thinking about those things. So I do not need the Jonas Brothers to be like we have these purity rings like, okay, (laughs) great. Have fun. (laughs) You guys suck. Like, you know, I don't care. I'm not thinking about that right now. Like, I don't care that Britney's a virgin. I don't care if Justin Timberlake's a virgin. I'm not even thinking about that. Yeah. Like, and then also, if, like, how weird is that? If I am, I wonder if he's a virgin. I don't, Why? I don't care. Why do you wonder this? Take your purity ring. Go jerk off through a hole in a sheet. I don't care. I don't want to hear yeah. about it. I don't. Wanna, yeah. I don't want to know about it. Keep yeah. it yourself. I love that "Burn It Up for You" baby song by the Jonas Brothers, and that's about it. I'm hot. That's about it. I don't know any of the other songs. I don't really songs. know any of the other songs because I was too old. But um, I I do think it's interesting how Britney was shamed for not being virginal, but then Jamie Lynn was a teenage mother and was never put in a conservatorship. It's no, fine. Whatever. Um, I do want Britney to tell us more about this paranormal experience that she had in Arizona. I want like a whole movie about that.
1: Yeah, I hope it was Aliens.
0: I... Choose to believe it was aliens. Ooh, what if it was like the Spice Girls aliens scene in oh, Spice Oh, the one that, that, that that alien was a pervert. Remember he touched, he touched yeah. Scary Spice's and then they said Girl Power boob.
1: though. Oh, uh, yeah. they did say Girl Power. Didn't they give him a ride too? I think they did. He tried to like touch Scary Spice's boob and she was like,
0: oh, get off. Like that one? He like yeah. went to, yes. <gasps> we should do Britney, the Britney Spears, like whatever, but like with, she crashes in a space whatever, and she talks to aliens and has a similar... And then the aliens like, "Are you a virgin?" <laughs> <laughs> they're on a 1999 timeline. Yeah, yeah. They're like, "Oh, oops, <laughs> I did it again." Oh. Okay, so, um, she said that Justin slept with like six or seven girls in the week that they broke up, and she's totally like, "Yeah, totally get it. I want to get out there too." Began hooking up with Colin Farrell. Oh manifested. my God. Well, she's, Good for so you. She bitch.
1: said that you know when he he's he's Justin is just you know, sleeping his way through Los Angeles. But yeah, um, which fine, whatever. Go do whatever you want to yeah. do. Everyone live do your whatever life. You're going to do have, I don't care. have a
0: great time. Please use protection. Just don't talk shit about me the whole way. He, just go he fuck did, other people he and did just that. be happy.
1: Here's my problem with it. He did that while going on a tour about how terrible she was. You know, like yeah. the whole like PR tour about how terrible she was framing her as the bad guy. She, he made her believe it. And then she felt like she was cursed and yeah. it was up to her. To he it. said
0: all the bad things are happening because of you.
1: So bring in Colin Farrell, curse lifter. That's what I would think that he was. Yep,
0: curse lifter. She um, sees him on TV or something like that, and then she goes to the set of the movie, and she's like, "Who did I think I was? You're Britney Spears. I thought That's this who you was are." So badass, by the way. Oh, I loved it. And then the director's like, "Do you want to sit here?" And then he's like asking her for a direction. She's like, "He really wanted me to direct him. No, he didn't, honey. No, he, he wanted to fuck you. He wanted to
1: fuck you. He just wanted to talk to you. But I mean, it's it's fine. You all did yeah. your shit. But it was like yeah. it was a two, it was a 2003 movie called SWAT. It had Colin Farrell, Samuel Jackson, LL Cool J, Michelle Rodriguez, Jeremy Renner, and that director was a guy named Clark Johnson.
0: Oh, no wonder no. he was like Britney Spears. Please, you direct this movie. I'm having a really <laughs> hard time because I've never heard of this movie. I don't um, know what's going
1: on." Um, I am
0: so pleased about this hookup, and I also love that she wore a pajama top to the movie premiere. I, I looked at it. and she I thought it was great. cute. Yeah, I thought it was cute. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed I wore pajamas. It's, you know and what? I'm like, but it's not like you're wearing, like, the limited-to outfit. Like, no. you're...
1: <laughs> it's the, like, I think, and especially now, like, the whole, like,
0: and at that point, too, where
1: you can wear pieces of underwear as outerwear um, is is a part of and always has been a part of fashion where like people were wearing like bustiers and thing and you know corsets things and like business that business casual so like you you can you can pull that off she yeah she did refer to their relationship as a two week brawl
0: okay oh, so love that for her bring
1: back out Jake the snake and his his bagged python for the yeah. for the brawl of um yeah. Brittany and Colin um, oh my god
0: she's she's got another goddamn fucking snake in her face yeah <laughs>
1: Colin Farrell's
0: no no Colin all the Farrell's all the snakes snake. were driven out of Ireland so it was oh <laughs> my God Colin Farrell my goodness I was like so yeah I think that she should absolutely hook up with Colin Farrell just like he gets a two week hall pass just like go hang out with her in Maui or whatever and do Colin the dances Farrell. with her yeah I love him too and he's, he's she's not like
1: she said good he, he I mean he's. He's good now he he was He's fine. He was an, a little naughty boy in his early years. He's but fine, mo- and most of it was around um drinking and getting wild around drinking and he I don't think he drinks anymore. I think he is a yeah a sober guy um and is lovely uh, and a, yeah. and a fantastic actor i I like Colin Farrell. I support him, but she I said, support him. He took her to that premiere where she wore the pajama top, and yeah. his family was really nice to her. and then there was all of that speculation where she where it comes in the brawl part where it wasn't in the book but I remember like it being a thing where they're like did did Brittany or Colin not or, or did they or did they not have sex in an elevator and I'm like I fucking hope they did. I, oh I hope they did I too. hope they got in and just buddy the elf to that thing and pressed every single button on there yep. and just Light went, it up. <laughs> went up and did a different position for every floor it stopped on. Uh. Like
0: get it girl go yeah. get it. So happy for you. I, I, I want you to do it again, just because. Just because I know all the stuff that you've gone through. And I think that that got you out of your funk. So I think that this is, I think it's good times to bring that back. It did. She says that she's depressed and everyone's always negative about her. So she kind of goes to her apartment in New York that used to be Cher's old apartment. Oh, yeah. I looked at it. And she said that she got takeout every day. And she's like, some man randomly made me laugh. And I turned around. And it was Robin Williams. Oh, I was like, in the <laughs> elevator. I know, but it was just so funny. She didn't light up the elevator with Robin, though, which is that would have been an interesting story. <laughs> what but I, story? Really loved, I really love I really love that she could disappear in New York. She like, could it's disappear like, in New York. She could disappear there. It's, it's great. But
1: isn't this the place that she said she didn't have a key? So she lost the key to her. The yeah, apartment, she lost and her she, key. She had to wander around for like 24 hours.
0: Yes, that is so funny. Um, and Madonna was one of her only visitors to the oh, apartment. Yeah. Um, I looked this apartment up. So Cher, Keith Richards, and Britney Spears has lived in this apartment. Really? That's a good room. That's a, that is a, yeah, that's a list. That's a list. A lot of pressure to live in that apartment. Wow. Um, there's also the VMA's performance with Madonna. Um, she So Madonna was kind of a good role model for her because Madonna was like, fuck them. They're not going to want you to, they just want you to be what they want you to be. You just got to be yourself. Yeah. And so she said that she wanted to do the kiss with Madonna at the um, VMA performance. Like that was her idea. Like she wanted to do it. Um, It did feel a little clunky. So it, it does make sense now that knowing that it was kind of like. They decided to do it two minutes beforehand. Yes, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it did feel like that. And then it's like, oh, okay, yes, that makes sense. Um, and I guess also she was really pushing for the Me Against the Music song, and she wanted Madonna to feature on it. I thought that was a good... Those were good decisions that she made on her own. They,
1: they made her go and and get that, though. So like she brought that to her team because yes. I guess the label didn't like the song and she really liked it and wanted she's to like, do it. She's like, what if
0: I have a feature? And what if
1: I have a feature? And they're like, well, who do you want? And she's like, Madonna. And they're like, well, you have the relationship. You go get her. And she did. Um, yep. And they ended yeah. up giving Madonna writing credits as part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then I also think it's funny because she is talking about how Madonna is in charge of the whole set when she's there and that she was like, her heel was broken and like there was a stitching on her pantsuit that was like whatever. And so they, she goes, I would, ne- I would just do whatever the director told me to do. I would never hold up production for a broken heel. Like I just would have, and was, it's so funny cause you don't have to do that at all, Brittany. No.
1: Madonna's, <laughs> it's a Madonna delaying the shoot by hours. Um, yeah. And, and she to Bra- get a heel didn't fix. internalize that as being like a, a, like a, somebody, somebody, you know, trying to, Um, diva that her. She took it as a lesson about commanding power and hoping she'd find a way
0: to do that in her. Yeah, because she was like, I would never do that. Like that's it wasn't like with disdain. Like and it wasn't even like with anything. She was just like, I never, I would never do that. Like I would have never thought that I could have done that, which I thought was very interesting. Um, then we have the Diane Sawyer interview, which I fucking yeah, her her dad had her do this. Um, I remember thinking that it was wild, and then when I watched it. When the book came out, I rewatched the interview and I watched it with new lens, and I really felt disgusted.
1: I, I,
0: I, that, I was like, "What is going on with you, Diane?" That the
1: the Diane Sawyer interview is horrific. It was a horrific yeah. treatment of a of a young, very vulnerable girl, and it was it's so obvious that Brittany. What did you do, Britney Spears? What did you do? never it's an issue with her team so like i you yeah. know i've worked kind of around this for a lot of my career where there there is zero fucking chance that that her team didn't get a chance to preview interview questions yep. zero yep. they there yep. there's no way they weren't they her team can can implement some control on on what happens there, and if yep. if things were happening that were yep. outside of what they that what they wanted, they could have shut that down. They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. She had no one, no one no. advocating for her ever.
0: No, no. I remember when I used to work at the comedy club. Um, I did social media for the comedy club. Yeah, and the one where of my coworkers, <laughs> that's where we met. One of my coworkers that was not Chrissy was he would take the talent to all the morning radio. Yeah. And he texted me at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, and he's like, okay, we're at the station. I was like, okay, and he sent me pictures, and so I tweeted it out and stuff. And then, like, really soon after, like, shortly after he said that we got there, he's like, okay, we're leaving. And I was like, what happened? Like, that's crazy. And it was Charlie Murphy, and it was Uh because one of the radio personalities said, tell me a joke, and was like comparing him to Eddie Murphy oh. and so Charlie Murphy got mad and got up and walked out of the room and i was like so as i'm thinking of Diane Sawyer interviewing her i was like i can just imagine Charlie Murphy saying cuz by the way every comedian fucking hates it when you say tell me a joke that you're a comedian they it's not like that that's not what it is a joke is is crafted it's written it's like a song it's and a that's performance. why I, Yeah, it's a performance. It's well-crafted, and I get it that they're just going up on stage and dicking around and whatever, but they're actually working out to see how that joke can play out and what's the funniest way to package that, and how do I get that to be funny to every single person in that room and in any room that I'm in, so they have to work that out, and they're trying to read the crowd and everything like that, so when you tell them to just tell me a joke that's so fucking insulting and shame on you, Um, and then also... Charlie Murphy is his own type of comic where he's funny in his own way. And yes, Eddie Murphy is his brother. And yes, Eddie Murphy is very funny. But Charlie Murphy is his own person. So the radio person should have... Yes, R.I.P. to Charlie. Loved him so much. He was such a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, but there's no way that Britney had to sit there and nope. d- take this abuse from Diane Sawyer. Nope. So after this... um. I just, I thought it was stupid. I took a lot of umbrage with that interview. But after this, she goes to the house that she bought for her mom. Yes, right? Yes. And her mom was annoyed that her and her friends were being too loud. And so she remembers that she's Britney Spears. And they went to Vegas and starts, this starts Britney's like drinking phase where yes. she's just kind of drinking and she's, taking Adderall.
1: She said Paris Hilton <laughs> met her there. Um, yep. And at they the just casino ran and they around the
0: hotel no together.
1: Yes. Shoeless. Ran around the hotel together. And then she does. I love that. There's the most relatable line in this whole entire book when she, she the the explanation of the Jason Alexander marriage where she said, I was just honestly very drunk and in a more general sense, very bored. And I think, I don't think she meant that for the day. I think she meant that in her life. I was, I was drunk for the day and I was bored with my life and I made a decision that I thought would, would, you know, excite my life up in that moment.
0: And this is the part where she – this is the point in her life where she realizes that her family is only taking advantage of her for her money. Yes. Because they were like, what are you doing? Because they didn't want an an outside person to, like, come in and shake it up because they liked how everything was set up. Yeah,
1: she's like, it was a goof around Vegas wedding. I thought everyone did this. I thought people did this as a joke. And then her family shows up and loses their mind um, because they they would lose control of her. So they lose control of her because somebody else was – You know, jumped them in the line. They jumped them in the line. They were first in line.
0: Yep. And, uh, okay, Chrissy, and then we also... So that's an iconic line that she's bored with her life, right? But then we also have an iconic movie mashup of two movies that they watched when they were drunk. Uh, So you've heard of Barbenheimer, right? (laughs) Barbie and Oppenheimer. But get ready for Mona Lisa's Smile and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre... (laughs) (laughs) Or Mona Lisa Massacre. I was like, oh, my God. The two weirdest movies to watch back to back. Movie marathon. Let's do it. Should we watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. I mean, we just watched Mona Lisa Smile. Which one do you watch first? Uh, I think Mona Lisa Smile. Do you think it's because, like, you want to take a
1: chainsaw to yourself after watching that movie? Or
0: (laughs) what do you think? Yeah, I think you need to decompress after that movie. So I think you just watch, like, a silly, like, excessive, violent movie. Oh, yeah, great. I don't think that it's silly. I just think excessive violence is overstimulating for me. <laughs> so I'm just like, why is this all happening? Like, yeah, how why? did you guys get here? Why?
1: why are we doing this? Yeah,
0: I just, like, when I watch horror movies, I'm just like, I just would simply not be there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, like, how did, you, what happened to you? No, like, I get it that it's, it's a movie and I'm totally ruining it, but I'm just sitting here like, how would this happen? Yeah, like, I've been telling you bitches not to leave your house for... Where are you going? All this time. Why you do you doing? need to leave? What do you think? Like those, like um, what is that movie? It's called The Strangers, and it's got live. Oh Tyler yeah, in yeah. Well, and like the people outside. the It's house. based off of like the Charlie Manson family, where they're like breaking in and the, they're they're terrorizing these people. And they're yeah. like, "Why are you doing this?" And they said, "Because you were home." Like first first moment that they show up at my door with a mask on, I'm like, mm mm. And then if they come back, like, I'm for sure cutting out a hole in, like, my pillowcase, and I'm putting it on, and I'm breaking glass bottles, and I'm like, yeah, bitch, let's get rowdy. Like, let's go. (laughs) Like, I would just be like, if you want to do this, you're going to kill me quickly, or like, you're going to get the fuck out of here. But I also think that if you see this, like, five-foot-tall woman just, like, breaking bottles, and like, yeah, gang, gang, bitch, like, let's go. Are these more things that 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 you taught your babysitter? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then also, like, she's hiding in the spice cabinet in that movie. And I took issue with this because I'm like, how are you not throwing cayenne pepper at these people's spice eyes? Like, cabinet. yeah, they're wearing masks, but like, she was in like a little spice cabinet. It was a little tiny thing. And then, like, they just left ice cream out on the counter. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I was like, I'd be blowing hot pepper in your fucking eyes and I'd be like, bitch, I will, you know, like, I will make your, I will make your time miserable. Just, oh, hey, look at your eyes are all red? Oh, a... the cayenne pepper? Yeah. <laughs> the fire fairy. <sighs> just blowing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, bitch, like, I dream in violence, okay? Like, like, I was just like, I just don't get how any of these things would happen. So no. I understand no. that they happen and I'm very sorry to people where it does happen, but I just, I can't, I can't watch a movie about it. I don't know why. Yeah. That's my problem. But she got married to Jason Alexander, not George Costanza. No, no, different um, And I also like that she's like, she even says to her family, like, I'm guilty. I did something wrong. I shouldn't have gotten married. Like, she was 14 and got married. Like, she was acting like a little kid. M- meanwhile, anybody else would be like, fuck you. Yeah. Of course I'm going to stay together with my weird husband. But she acts like a little kid. And she's like, <laughs> I, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, abs- absolutely not. No. And
0: then also she's bored with her life. Now she's sad and lonely with her life, and that's enter Kevin Federline. Uh-oh. Yeah. So he was, like, holding her in a pool, and that's all she needed was a hug. You know what I mean? Which, and it's sad that Kevin Federline was the one to give it to it her. It really
1: is. It, that That is the tragedy of the whole entire thing, is that she said she met him at a club, and he would just, you know, when, after they started meeting, he would he would hold her in a pool for hours and just until she didn't want to be held anymore. I'm like, is that, that's... This poor woman, all she needed yeah. was some like someone to be like, "I love you," and and like yeah. a, that's all she needed. And any anyone that did that for her, she would give them everything. Yeah, she'd
0: give them everything. And this guy is an absolute fucking shit stain. And yeah, I, I mean, because how can you become attracted to Kevin Federline? If he's like, can I give you a hug? I'd be like, no. <laughs> like, he looks like one of those people that nope, would be like, you. you don't have a hug for me? And I'd go, nope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fresh out. <laughs> why Why don't you smile? Mm. <sighs> I will. I usually smile, but does not when you're around. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Usually I'm a much happier person. I just, I don't know. You're kind of bumming me out. But anyway, I also think that she said, like, um, out, out loud to herself, like you know, w- when's the last time anybody held me like this? I'm like, well, what was Colin Farrell doing? Was he not hugging you? Yeah, like, but only, maybe you could have asked for a, a hug. Brawl, remember, I know, but just like maybe you could have asked for a hug.
1: Yeah, he looks like he'd give a good because.
0: Hug. Oh yeah, he looks like a great hugger. But um, Kevin Federline had a toddler and a new baby on the yes, way, and she and had neglected no idea. to tell her about this. She had no idea. How did that never come up? And then I was like, nah, she's kind of busy. She's like recording albums and stuff like that. And so like, she probably wasn't able to see him as much as a normal, like 20 year old would be able to see their boyfriend or 21 year old would be able to see their boyfriend. You know, like she's like, Hey, I'll pencil you in, in between like whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, hold on. You have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, God, <laughs> two? So, no, n- new baby on the way too. Um, so she proposed to him on a plane. He said no, and then he proposed to her. That would annoy me. Like, I would be turned like, around nope. and did it. Yeah, now I'm gonna say no. No. And they filmed tour diaries together, and they later released it as Britney and Kevin Chaotic. I never watched a moment of that show, and I never will. Um,
1: oh, I watched some of it on the um on I watched the first a little bit. It's on YouTube, so I watched. Some oh, it, okay. I watched some of it on. Um, YouTube in episode one he wasn't really in it a lot when I was watching it it was mostly her and Felicia and oh, her okay. it was basically 15 minutes of her telling Felicia she needed to get laid because um, she was getting on her nerves and it, it was oh. she so she made it her mission to get Felicia laid she's like you oh my god just need Brittany to get laid
0: a, she is a buddy though <laughs> Brittany is a buddy yeah I did like that she said that the Onyx tour that she was on she felt like it was too sexual and that she was only doing it to like do a, a, to be like a rebuttal to Justin, you know? Yeah. Like so, it was like, oh yeah, check it out. Well, like I'm embracing that. And she's like, that was kind of a little extra. Like I shouldn't have done that. Like you know, that was kind of I should have whatever. Yeah. She hated that tour, and she used to pray that her arm would break. She and went, then she, she felt something. She fell and like hurt her knee, and then she the, like before this, and then in June on June eighth two thousand four on the set for Outrageous, she fell. She fell. And they gave her Vike then, and she just didn't want to do anything. And she was like, touring's hard, and it's exhausting. You're always in a new city every day. I agree with this. Um, She'd been working nonstop since she was yeah. 16 years old with no breaks. Absolutely. And I agree with this, too, because, I mean, obviously, like, you know, um, James does not tour on the scale of Britney Spears does. But it does really get exhausting. Like, you're in a new city every day. Everybody that you talk to is, like, a service person. They're all trying to, like, kiss your ass. It's the air, It's the Uber drivers. It's the airport people. It's the airplane people. I mean, they're not really trying to kiss your ass, but they're like, what can I do for you type of thing. It's not really like, hey, how's your day? It's like, you yeah. know, there, there's, a, there's a transaction. Um, then they get to the hotel. Those people are like, hey you know, blah, 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 this and that and the other. And then you get to the venue and those people want you to be happy. And then so they're doing that. And like you just have no like interpersonal connection with anybody. So it is kind of weird because I remember when I used to go on tour with them, I would look at James and I'd go, we're starting to get weird. Like we need to hang out with people. And he's like, OK. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, a lot of those those um, interactions are all very transactional.
0: Yeah. Right. It's all very transactional. Yeah. What can I do for you? Here's your receipt. Like there's no like interpersonal thing. And then they're only talking to you about how wonderful you are. It's
1: not bad. But I mean, everyone that you're interacting no. with has a job to do. They all have a job to no. do. And, and no one. It's not when you're doing things on those timelines. There's no it's it's hard to have time for deep personal connections. Yes. With people with people that are trying to organize, um, yes. you know, catering and audio and lighting and all you know, all sorts of different
0: things. And it's all very single. It's all very single serving. It's, everything's very single serving. So you're meeting these people and you're like, OK, bye. You know, like, yes. see you later. And like, but you kind of bonded with them because you guys were putting this together and all that stuff. And then like, OK, see ya. Like, it's like a little kid going to third grade. And then, you know, then they leave school and then you have to go to a new school, a new class and a new teacher. I don't know who's going to be in my class. Like. You have to just go to another. It's all single serving stuff. So it is kind of just really weird. So I did relate to that on the kind of where you're lonely and like this really fucking sucks. And yeah. then you're going to another city where you don't know people and you have to like start that all over again. Like at least, you know, if you're there for like a couple of a days or something like that, you kind of get into a routine. But if you're never able to get a routine, then that would be very frustrating. No, it's, it's um, monotonous. Yes, and it it's just really super monotonous. She said that Jamie Lynn got a TV show. She's jealous but also happy for Jamie Lynn because she wishes that she just, like, she's like, oh, God, I wish I had a TV show. Like, this tour shit is so hard. Yeah. Um, she got married to Kevin, ended up taking a break, started saying no to things. Like, she's shaking some stuff up. She parted ways with her manager. Mm-hmm. And I really think that she really needed to take a break after her breakup with Justin. She should have She should have let him she should have let him that. have his moment. Yeah, she should have let him have his moment with his album, whatever he wants to do, and then she goes, you know, then they then she goes back in. So she takes like a cycle off and then she comes back in. Because it's free advertising for her show as soon as she gets back. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's free advertising. Um she's pregnant. She says that she loves sex and food and she was mean and hateful. She said that she was America's sweetheart and the meanest woman alive, which I love <laughs> that. Um, I would pay to have watched this in person that Jamie Lynn was feuding with a teenager on her TV show and Brittany just fully yelled at this child on set. Yeah, I would love that. But
1: that so like that also, um, that star that that uh, girl went on Christy Carlson Romano's podcast and talked about oh, that. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, her it's um Alexa Nicholas. Um, okay. And then she's done interviews and talked about it where she's been, she said that Britney has come back and apologized because Oh yeah. Jamie Lynn was like, this girl starting, whatever. And so Britney was all pregnant and full of rage and went and yelled at this kid and then was like, holy shit, I just yelled at a kid. Um, yeah, that was and crazy. It was all Jamie Lynn being like a manipulative little psycho and it never yeah. happened. So this poor girl got screamed yeah.
0: at by Britney Spears for yeah. some shit she didn't do. But also, Brittany, open invitation. Please come stay at my house. We can be hateful together. I would love that. Oh, yeah. That sounds like... Nobody needs that'll to be, be pregnant. Like a, a we'll, go. Just, we'll just hate everyone. That'll be my make-a-wish thing. Like, if I ever get, like, terminally ill, I just want <laughs> Britney Spears to come over and, like, just hang out with me for the last month God, yeah. of my life. And then we can just be hateful together, and I would truly be the most joyful. Um, she was terrified of giving birth naturally. I think we all are. So she was offered a C-section, Sean Preston was born and then 3 months later she's pregnant again with Jaden James. Yep. Um she suffered from a lot of depression and anxiety in her life and then now we're going to add some postpartum depression on top of that. So wow. Yeah and she's also dealing with
1: like an insane everything. amount of everything. You've got like the they, they she has paparazzi photographers scaling the walls of her home trying to like, yeah. get pictures of her kids um or pictures of her. There's like one one um clip that she talks about where she's very visibly pregnant and she's carrying the baby, like she's carrying the baby, yeah. so she's carrying Sean Preston and they, she's trying to get in the car, so she's probably like all very frazzled and super anxious trying to get in the car and they try to make her move to the other side of the car and there, there's like dozens of photographers around her and her ankle kind of twists and she almost falls and drops the baby. So like she doesn't, but she doesn't, she doesn't yeah. drop the baby. Um, She doesn't really come close to dropping the baby. It's just, it's all very tragic and then there's like they're running photos like slamming her which by the way she's pregnant and they're like look at how fat she is she's fucking pregnant like what is wrong with you but
0: that's what yeah i wrote that down because it's she said as if gaining weight is something unkind i had done to them personally yeah and i was like yeah it's none of your fucking business and it reminds me of doja cat in attention um which by the way i would like a collab of Britney and Doja Cab. It doesn't need to be music. It could just be me, Doja and Chrissy and um, Britney all hanging out. That's fine. <laughs> um, but it could be literally a collaboration between the two of them to come out and visit yeah. with me. I don't care. But um, one of the lyrics in Attention is she says, boohoo, I ain't sad you won't fuck me. I'm sad that you really thought your ass was above me. And I'm like, yes, Ooh. I love that. I ain't sad you won't fuck me. I don't care. I actually don't care if you would or not. I'm making music. Thank you. I'm good. Anyway, Doja, love you. Um, I also love that Doja Cat shaved her head, and she's like, yeah, that's what we do now. We just shave our head. It's beautiful. Um, Kevin Federline is working on his rap career, and I just wrote LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only thing to write about it. But
1: he's also yeah. like, so she's at home with a three-month-old baby, and she's pregnant, and he is just... Fucking off, making uh, let's—I mean—generously I call it music, um, yeah. And she's she's like out here making every excuse for this man, like, oh, he's—you know—I just thought it was like this is how it works. That you know, sometimes in a marriage, one person, you know, is completely sacrificing while the other person is off trying to do something. I'm like, you are pregnant, and he yeah. is literally—you know—out in Vegas. And you're also
0: Britney Spears, like he does yeah. not need to. You're do funding this right now. his
1: life. And you're he's yeah. out in Vegas shooting a video that you were only allowed to watch through a window.
0: Yeah, um, but anyway, I I she did say that a lot of people were telling her he's going to leave her with the two kids like he left his ex, and yeah. it's like, well, I mean, yeah, probably. Um, and then he started distancing himself from her before his album release, which is hilarious. It's because uh, um, she was she was really like it sounded like she was really trying to be like, yes, I respect this career. <laughs>
1: yeah, she said, "Bless his heart" on that one. We talked. Yeah, about Yeah, bless time, your bless
0: your heart. I love that. that like him. that is
1: southern degradation at its finest.
0: Um, and he was like bragging that Justin Timberlake and Lindsay Lohan were at parties, and she's like, "Okay, yeah, I've I been to tons of those parties. I don't care." She
1: she talks about fame, where she's like, "Um, that it's not. She's seen it ruin people. Where she's like, yep. he was really deep into it. I've seen it ruin people. Um, and then she says that world isn't real, my friends. It's not. Yep. real.
0: It's not real." It's, it's not real. All bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all made up. Award shows are made up like they've made this up just to jerk each other off for the evening, yeah. which is fine because they do, you know, they do have a different type of job. There is a lot more pressure on that because imagine going to your boring desk job and then everybody's like, "Hey, Cynthia. <laughs> looking a little husky today." <laughs> <laughs> yo, K-Dog, what's up with that hairline? You know what I mean? Like, nobody is talking about your um, appearance at your normal job. No. And if anybody is, like, you get reported to HR, like, immediately. So, that award shows are fun because they can kind of make fun of each other for all the stuff that they're doing and, like, whatever. But it is not real. It's super made up. I And she likes working. Like, she likes just doing rehears- the rehearsals and then doing the show. That's what she likes. So, no one believed in Kevin, and I think that she was really so kind about it, and she was trying to be supportive because she knew what that felt like, um, yes. to be, like, doubted and all that stuff. But I'm also like, ma'am, you are Britney Spears, you know, and like, that is Kevin Federline. Maybe you also like, have
1: talent, okay? So, like, I... Yeah.
0: Some of us just have it, and Kevin doesn't. So, Two of these and things, things are okay. not like each other. Like, I don't... Do you know what Kevin is good at? Kevin is good at picking out a sucker because he did do that. And then he's getting paid by Britney for the rest of his life. He never has to fucking work a single moment of his life. And so neither does his wife.
1: Yeah, they've already cashed all those checks.
0: And I hate both of those people. Um, After that man like slapped Britney in Vegas recently. Uh, Yes. That Kevin Federline's wife. Followed the basketball or the basketball player and was like commenting on. And I was like, are you no, fucking kidding me?
1: Did, oh, that's awful. I'm sorry. Are you not
0: enjoying having your life being paid for? Are, are you not enjoying living in Hawaii? Do, I'm sorry. Do you want Britney Spears to get smacked? Are you not enjoying Hawaii? Do you not enjoy your free loading life? Hello? No, no. Did we did we lose you, Mrs. Federline? Y'all are going to have to <laughs> fuck off on out of here. Yeah. Go take mm. Britney's boat ride out to international laws. <laughs> <laughs> you eat that oreo salad and fall yeah. on in okay yeah just do that okay A little maritime
1: murder get out of here
0: yeah after her after she has her kids she's so excited about having her body back because she was pregnant for like two consecutive years yes. and um and then she was also she, she said that she felt weird because she was enjoying keeping the baby safe inside her belly so she's got bad postpartum depression and also like she's got to protect her kids from paparazzi who were like, "Why is your? Why are you being camera shy She's, with my babies?"
1: Yeah, with her with her babies. She said she had to like look out the window really? immediately after giving birth. So like you're doing one of the most traumatic she things counted. a body can do. And you're like, "How
0: many cars are outside?
1: How many cars are out there?" I'm I'm you know it's just it, me producing life and keeping magazines and business for people trying to get their shot. Yeah. And mean, meanwhile, I'm going to hop on um, with Matt Lauer, who's going to be like, everyone's asking if you're a bad mom. Who's asking Matt? Everyone's, yeah. everyone's asking if you're a bad person. I think the answer yeah, is everyone's yes. Everyone's
0: asking about that button that you press Matt <laughs> in your office. I don't know. Everybody God. was asking about it. I don't know what that's about. What is that about? Um, I also loved her response in the Matt Lauer interview. Where he says, what would it take for the paparazzi to leave you alone? And she's like, yeah, I would love to ask because then I would do whatever it took.
1: Yeah, I don't know, Matt. Why don't you go fucking find out and report back? Aren't you a journalist? Yeah. Let me know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Um, I like how innocent she is. She loves her house in Hollywood or in, in uh, Los Angeles. Um, and it sounds like a magical, beautiful playground. But she like lives by she lived by Olivia Newton-John. Hi, Olivia Newton-John. How are you, Olivia Newton-John? Like, I just thought that was so funny.
1: Another R.I.P. Um, yes. Um, eh. <laughs> yeah.
0: She did okay. She, fine. she was fine. Um, yeah, she was fine. And then um,
1: she said she she felt like, like in that area, she she, there was like the paparazzi who was in, like an army of zombies trying to break in, and she felt like yep. a cornered Pac-Man being chased by ghosts.
0: I love that. Brittany, Brittany said that when Justin said, I can't breathe without you, is he's a good writer. And I was like, yeah, but you just said she felt like a cornered Pac-Man being sur- like chased by ghosts. I'm <laughs> you like, you are, know, you're a good writer too, you're babe. You're great. We love you. You're doing fantastic. Um, so she is doing a lot of house renovations. She's really insisting on white marble floors. I'm sorry, white marble floors. Which I think is not good for babies, or also, like, if I'm holding a baby, I'm slipping, I'm falling, and then I'm gonna have that kid, uh uh-oh, spaghettios! Like, that's not good. (laughs) That's an ice rink. Yeah, that's an ice rink, babe. And, like, yeah, no good. But she's very depressed and stressed out. I do like that she apologized to the contractors, um, and she also understood that it was wrong for her mom to not want to hold the baby. Um, And then I'm... Yeah. And, you know, I'm just... I'm proud of her for saying, like, these things were good and these were bad, like, about what she was doing. Right. Like, this was good. I like that I did this. Because, again, we we shouldn't expect Britney Spears to be what we think Britney Spears would be. We should expect her to be herself. And she is insane. So that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, she wants white marble floors. She wants to greet Olivia Newton-John. Great. Go ahead. Have a good time. Do it. Yeah. Do you want a like a magical slide outside? Yeah. Cool. You should have that. You want. Do you want to paint? Do you want your kids to have the solar system and you're going to put crazy solar system up in? Yes. Absolutely. I I believe in you. You should do that. You know what I mean? Like, she has the money for that and she wants to put a solar system in her kids' rooms. Good. You should. I love that. Do, do Great. it. Great.
1: Do it. Yeah. Twice. She's doing
0: it by herself in her home. Um, she was so she sh- was
1: like at this point. What is she like? Twenty-four years old when her kids are born. Yeah, she's super young. She's had two babies in two years. Two years. She's trapped in her house because there's paparazzi everywhere, and she effectively can't really leave her house. So she's just yep. trying to re- redecorate it. Meanwhile, Kevin is out trying to like you know bust through his rap career
0: um oh doing a nationwide commercial for the super bowl where he's basically making fun of himself
1: never never ever ever around is just completely m.i.a and then walking around telling everyone what it meant for him to be a dad like oh really really have you have you tried like it in practice or you just like it
0: yeah or is this just like a good stock canned answer for these people um and then so her lawyer told her that she should file for a divorce, or Kevin would, and then she said that apparently Kevin felt bad for filing d- for divorce and that this was something that she could ke- uh, keep her dignity, so that's why she filed. Well, and I think that was bullshit. I think that's bullshit. No, and I no. think that's bullshit. It is
1: bullshit because she said she found out after that because she filed, it there was some way that it made her um, responsible, responsible for his for all fees. of his legal fees.
0: Yep, I was gonna say everybody makes fun of Kevin for being stupid, but he was like, "Oh, I feel bad," and it's like, "No, you wanted Britney to pay your legal fees," and yeah, and then that's he, okay.
1: The, the whole entire thing was all about money because so she yep. she had her baby, she had Sean Press and then Jaden, who was only two months old when she ha- had it, and then yep. Kevin, who was never there, was off, yep. you know, like doing whatever, you know, for his one Pop, Papa Zaw or whatever the fuck his song was. Um, yeah, he. Asked for full custody of those babies, which had nothing oh to do with the babies and everything to do with the money that would come with.
0: Yes, that's all he wanted. He wanted the most amount of money so that he didn't have to. But I did like I thought this was very classy. And I, I did notice this even back then is that um, she was upset that everybody was making fun of Kevin. And she's like, "Those that's the father of my children. And it also made it look like she was being nasty and she supported everybody. Making fun of him. Right. And she didn't want... She didn't think that that was right. She didn't think that they should make fun of him, which they should. She, again... Brittany, I'm here to tell you, they should.
1: Felt like she was... She got vilified for it, which I don't think she got vilified for the Kevin Federline thing. I think... No, I I don't think so. I think people made fun of her a lot for it. I think she was, like, made into, like, a little clown over it. Again,
0: she was really out of his league on every level. Yeah. Like, at least Justin Timberlake had, like... I mean, I don't really like him, but he had the star power. You know, he had the... He was up there, you know, so he's kind of on her league there, whereas like, I mean, I think she could have done hotter Colin Farrell, yeah. but it's OK. Like, I feel like Justin was kind of more in her league, even though she's better than him and it's fine. Um And this is uh also she has the awareness to say, I wasn't being manipulative. I was just stupid. So that's good. Like, she wasn't, like, trying to, like, oh, I'm going to file for divorce or anything like that. Like, she was just dumb.
1: No, she said so she now, didn't have that in herself. She said she didn't, no. she didn't know how to play the game. She didn't and know I believe how to be that. vicious. Yeah.
0: No, I think that, and I mean this in a loving way, I think Brittany is a very simple person. I think that she, like, what you see is what you get, right? I think that she's happy to, if if you are good to her, she's good to you. You know what I mean? Like, I think she's just very, like, I think that she's like, oh, okay, like, hi. Like, I think she's, hi, Olivia Newton-John. Like, I think <laughs> that that's just who she is, you know? So um, she doesn't trust anybody, and the worst thing hasn't even happened yet. So, wow. Um, then we're in our our, parent, our Paris Hilton phase. Um, mothers. By the way, on my aura frame, I have a fo- the photo from that night of the three of the girls in the car. Brittany, Lindsay Lohan. Brittany, and, and Paris, and Paris Lindsay, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, if anybody asks, like, these are our mothers, Mothers,
1: they, they These said, are mothers, they she said that all they did that night that became like this huge spectacle was Let's get drunk. That's it, that's it. And yeah. they stayed like at a beach. I house. totally believe
0: that. I, I mean, I, I think Britney got drunk. I don't think Britney would. I think if somebody else like did coke or something like that around her, she'd be like, You're bad. Like, I think that that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that she would do it. Um, but. This is also where she calls Paris Hilton elegant, which I love. Yeah. But she also, like, during that whole period... Paris Hilton is elegant. She
1: said that that Paris... And again, they they are young at this point. They are, you know, in their early 20s. That she went over to Britney's house and helped her out and was really sweet to her.
0: Um, Yeah, because she knew that she was going through a hard time with with not seeing her kids. Yeah. And Lynn, her mother, was apparently mad that Britney was drinking that night and had to babysit the kids. And it's so weird because Britney's like, yeah... Like, so... And
1: she said that fight was, like, what changed their entire relationship, that she yes. she went out that night with, with Paris and um, Lindsay Lohan, and she came back and after her, you know, she had asked her mom to babysit so she can go out and have a night out. She hadn't really gone out at all um, since having the babies, so it was kind of her one night out, and then when she got home, she got home and she was drunk or whatever, and um, her tipsy, buzzed, and that her mom treated Brittany so horribly and gave her, like, zero grace at, like, the yeah. lowest of her life, um that she was like, that changed my relationship with my mother forever.
0: Well, yeah, and that's not very cool, especially since Brittany was so... I'm sure she wasn't, like, a perfect angel with her mom during her divorce with, no. you know, Jamie. But, like, she gave her grace, you know? So I thought that was kind of gross that her mom was kind of doing She's, that. You know, but... the,
1: at the end of the day, like, it, it's... She's still the parent, you know? Lynn yes. was still the parent, and she she didn't really provide any of that to Brittany. She was still the parent and didn't give her... there was And it's... Everything it's, with Britney came with conditions. There was no unconditional yes. love at all.
0: Yeah. It's only they they're mad at her for doing anything except for what they want her to do. Right. So it's not like she was going out every night. And of course, I don't know. I wasn't there. So I wasn't there. I didn't know what Lynn had to go through. And I mean, knowing what those boys are like now, you hate to talk shit about kids, but like, oh, my God, I want to send them to my mom just for a boot camp for like three weeks. They would <laughs> come back different kids. Um, like, go ahead and tell my mom that she's nuts. You know what I mean? Like, my mom would be like, yeah, I am crazy. You want to see how crazy I get? Like, it would be like it wouldn't even be like you would be so terrified of like, oh, God, what what's going to happen? Um, And then I think this is also where her Aunt Sandra dies from ovarian cancer, yeah, her favorite was, aunt.
1: She died in January of 2007, and she was like a That's second terrible. mother to her. Um, yeah. So that was... I think that was really traumatic. That's for
0: her. a lot. You lose your you lose your boyfriend. You lose your boyfriend's family, and then she also mentioned I forgot to say this. She was working very closely with her brother, her brother Brian, and then she kind of like lost contact with Brian. And this is like around the time that she met Kevin Federline. Because so she she kind of like they kind of lost each other.
1: She was forced to go out on tour, and then he yes. started working for her and was just going back. He was doing like the New York LA thing, and he didn't yes. he didn't do like the grueling tour with her.
0: So and he should have yeah. Cause then we could have prevented the Kevin Federline thing, um, but anyway, the custody battle was really ugly. She was never allowed to see her kids, and you've got paparazzi up your butt all the time. And so this is when she shaves her head just so she could have some control. And if I'm being honest with you, I'd shave my head for less. It's like I'm ready oh, to shave it right now. Way less, but that was I'm so ready like, to shave that- it right now.
1: The timeline of that was like so she goes out and does the the Paris and Lindsay thing um, yep. that blows up into this insane thing that makes her feel like you're like if I go out and do anything I'm going to end up splashed yep. across everything. Um, and yeah be I'm the worst like mom ever because I went out and got drunk piece of shit. So January 2007 her aunt dies February 2007 Kevin's withholding her kids from her because it's a whole yeah. custody battle. She goes and tries to like plead to see her kids. Um she The paparazzi's watching her. She's humiliated in front of, like, you know, the, the general public and what's going to be released to the entire world. Um, and then she went in and shaved her head. And I've seen a whole lot with that. Like, they showed basically, like, her, her she had extensions at the time. Mm-hmm. And it looked like they were done really tight. So I mean, she probably, like, it's probably painful. And she was yeah. like, I'm done with this.
0: Yeah, I'm done. But she said that shaving my head was my way of saying fuck you to the world, which I loved that. Yeah, I'm not. Fuck you.
1: I'm not going to be your little, you know, your little dream girl. Fuck off. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So um, I also thought this was very sweet and very innocent. She says taking naps with her babies is the closest that she ever felt to God. Yes. And she became angry um, that she wasn't able to see her kids and all this stuff. And one of her friends says I would have burned the city to the ground. And I was like, yeah. Like yeah. I would have shaved my head for less and I would have absolutely I I I don't know maybe lit Kevin Federline's house on fire I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't I would be like a I would be like an animal if you backed me into a corner like that. Like that's not good. That's not a good spot to Sh- put me in. Corner rat. Shit's going to get yeah. wild. I'm,
1: I'm a Pac-Man.
0: I'm a Pac-Man. The ghosts are coming at me. <laughs> um so she moved from the house that she loved. Couldn't see her kids because she loved that house. Yes. And then since they got divorced, she had to move houses. Yes. Um, and I mean, like, boohoo! Like, it's not like she had to move to, like, a one-bedroom apartment. You know, like, no, she, okay, she, Brittany Jean, like, let's have some perspective. But that sucks. It does suck. The whole life that she thought she had, now it sucks. So you can understand why she kind of lost her mind. Um, and then she hit a photographer's car with an umbrella, which mm-hmm. I love that. That's that umbrella thing. And, I mean, how much... Did that guy get paid for that photo? He, he
1: got paid. He got paid an insane amount of money for that photo. He got paid. And, and that she said that day was that she went to ask to see her kids again. And Kevin was like, yep. no, gets rejected. And she goes out and that paparazzi is like, how do you feel not being able to see your kids? So she like she's treated like a fucking like animal. And then she yes. takes she takes an umbrella out and hits his car. And then she apologized yep. to them. And didn't she did she pay for it? I think she paid for it. I, I don't know what she did. They, I don't remember. They, she she paid for their fucking houses because they sold those pictures for yep. probably millions of dollars because it was tr- splashed all over like those magazines.
0: And then her dad met up with her, calls her a disgrace, yep. which, fuck you. Yep. Um. And her mom gave her no grace, was mad at her. She doesn't have her close relationship with her mom anymore. And she was told that she had to go to rehab and that would help her get her kids back. So she does that. And that's kind of the theme... Um, For like the whole, you know, obviously for the third episode, it'll just be all about the conservatorship and stuff like that. But it'll be a lot of concessions by Brittany, where she's told herself, this is all I need to do in order to to do this. Yes. So she is doing a lot of exchanges and the exchange that she's giving in exchange for the things that she should be entitled to are insane. But um, so Kevin only wanted custody so he can get the most amount of money from her and then he wouldn't have to work. Um, I felt so bad about the VMAs where she, the where she did "Give Me More" and it's like the worst performance of life. Like it really is. It's, it was pretty embarrassing. It
1: wasn't a great performance. I'll, so I'll give I'll give no. you that. Like it wasn't a great performance. But she just had two babies. She said she had like there was hair issues. There was costume issues.
0: Yeah, she had costume issues, extension issues. She, she felt like shit.
1: Fucking ran to Justin Timberlake backstage. Would have ruined my day Ugh. any day. Um, yeah, and I haven't even dated him. She but if you
0: if you like No, we all did.
1: If you yeah. If you look at the video like and they're like, "Oh, she's fat." Be fucking for real. She yeah, looks Yeah, be
0: so for real be right so now. so
1: fucking for real. She she's looks She's
0: not even TV fat. She
1: looks great. She I mean yeah. like her body looks looks great. She just had two babies. She's having panic attacks. She hates the way she looks. Um Sarah yeah. fucking Silverman's coming out and saying that you know, Ugh. at 25, she already done everything and her her kids were, you know, adorable mistakes. Britney's backstage yeah. crying. She was treated horribly yeah. by all of these people.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I know she didn't feel that great, but on her worst day, she's still better than Justin. Timberlake. She is. All these. She people. just is. Um, Justin Timberlake did that performance with Nelly Furtado and Timbaland. And I just want to say that after that interview with Timbaland the other day, fuck him forever. Um, he said that he should have put a muzzle. Uh, that Justin should have put a muzzle on her, and I was like, "Excuse me."
1: You know what, Timberland, join the yacht, okay?
0: Yeah, join. Here's Let's your go Oreo on to international waters. <laughs> Hello, Timberland. <laughs> Welcome to Britney's Yacht Express. Um, okay, so people were always only asking her if she was a fit mother, um, and. She said like during court, like some man asked if she said that she was doing drugs, but she said that that man was never cross-examined Um and that there was also no evidence of abuse for, to the kids like that or unfitness no. or anything like that. But that was never mentioned in any headlines. Um, she had custody of the kids and Kevin went to go pick up the kids and they she Not even he put Sean A
1: security guy who went and picked him up because Kevin never.
0: What? oh yeah that's right he couldn't even do that so they picked up Sean Preston and then for whatever reason her motherly instinct she was like about to give them Jaden James and she said that she felt like she would never see the kids again so she ran in the bathroom and held the baby and cried and then she says a SWAT team shows up took Jaden James away and then they tied her to a gurney and sent her to the hospital it, like, which is like makes fucking crazy my
1: stomach turn
0: oh yeah it makes my stomach turn too and then um, that's where we will leave you until we go into the conservatorship and episode three of the um, the show. A little longer here, but honestly, that's fine. We're talking about books. We were enjoying it. Um, and uh, I mean, this the next part of the book is where I cried like a few more times than I thought yeah. that I would. <laughs> but um, since we're coming to the end of our journey with Miss Britney Spears. Um, we are. I'm going to say that we're going to tease the next book that we're getting into because, like we said at the beginning, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different books. So we decided what better than a book that is uh, pretty popular, but Chrissy and I has we have never read this book, heard about it, never saw the movies. We're going to see. We're going to read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Is that what it's called? Yes. Journey back to yeah. high school with us when we were supposed. Yeah, to we're going to journey back. And I never read this book. Never cared about it. But um, you know. I'm going to absolutely read that book and we'll give you our thoughts on it. Um, So if you guys want to start reading along, that is how you can do that. But uh, thanks for joining on the journey of Justin Timberlake and Kevin Federline and fuck everything horrible in Miss Britney Spears' life. And we'll catch you next time. And if
1: you have any takeaway from this, remember that Justin Timberlake's Cry Me a River is a blueprint for a fucking f- series of felonies, okay? Crime
0: e a River. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yes. <laughs> From the congregation, can I get a cheerfully yours? <laughs> We read this letter that Britney Spears, this email that Britney Spears sent somebody because she was mad that someone was talking behind her back. And uh, she ended the email. She first started like, I know you didn't just talk shit about me behind my back and signed it with cheerfully yours. So I think that we're going to have to start doing that. It's our sign off. It's going to be our sign off. So cheerfully yours. This has been Book It Episode Two, and hopefully, um, oh, follow us on Instagram at Book It Book Podcast. Thank you to all of you guys who have already written some nice reviews about us um, on Apple Podcasts. If you guys want to review us anywhere, you can. I don't think it matters what you say, um, but if you have anything negative to say, it's it's fine to keep it to yourself. Um, because yeah. I mean, like, I've got forty five things going at all times that are negative about me like I just I don't need to add on because generally I agree with you yeah
1: any (laughs) anything you have bad to say about me I've already said worse about myself so yeah um, you are welcome to take that and cheerfully fuck off with it Um,
0: (laughs) cheerfully yours (laughs) cheerfully yours thank you thank you